flow coming from the rack store. Bet this back in the Mac in the back flow. Let's go, chillin' with raccoons by the back door. Take calls so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making door right. But I found this crew and doing alright. We wreck will bitch, ready to fight. So many raccoons ready for the boss life. I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack rap from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack rap from the stash app. Rack will take a lead in this haystack. It's the rack rap from the Today is Friday, the 10th of November, 2023. This is part one of a two-part, four-plus-hour marathon space. It's your Friday special. I'm Finn. I'm going to hand it over to Robo. Enjoy the show. I've taken some steps, Finn. Just let you know, I've been in touch with Sandy today. I contacted Sandy, I reached out. Uh, that should be pretty cool. So, like, I'll I'll send you the message that I sent to Sandy because it's on my uh, on account. Obviously, we follow each other over there, and I was just like, right, we'll do the Omni Creator Spaces. Uh, like, we'll just give you like free reign. You can have your your slot, your standard like weekly slot that you had, where you had like everybody at that time wanting like to come on, blah blah, and just like recreated on Rack FM. No problem. We'll we'll throw our weight like behind it, like for you. You know what I mean? But uh, I asked this little come on, like, I really did. Uh, there's a few people I've been, like, trying to just get on the show this week uh, for a bit of, a, like, a collaborative kind of fucking show. Let me just DM your man here and all. He said, give me a shout when the show started. Are you not coming up, Finn? No, it's too early for you, bro. And that's fucking, like, fucking, what, 5 a.m. for you? You must be fucking sick of listening to my voice at this time of the morning, no? Uh, I'll not do that. I'll not do the fucking intro, mate, the standard intro, because, like, it's not recorded, but recorded, so we'll wait until, like, a few people fill up in the room. But, yeah, man, interesting convo, you know, fucking OX, OX, whatever you want to fucking call them. You know, decentralised, oh, that's, that's always the fucking drill, and then able to freeze money, like, at the drop of a hat, and not protecting people. Uh, oh, we lost Finn there, what happened there? He came up and then he dropped. Uh, Finn, let me send you an invite. I wonder if you have an update to Twitter. Maybe Twitter's booting you because you haven't updated or something, bro. Check your app because Bruce came up. I mean, I can send you a call. Which will, the, if you've got the speaker issue, the call normally like override it. So like, you didn't have to co-host, if you know what I mean. You'd have to have course and duties, but you can accept the co-host to be able to come up and speak if uh, Twitter's got that fucking bug. Am I here? Are we, you are, are we doing it. Oh, Aye, were, you getting booted, were you getting booted as a speaker, were you? Yeah, there's just delays. The metaverse is filled with delays. So, bro, Coach Bruce, Coach Bruce is going to come on a recorded one today, right? And basically, like, not, I didn't, because he said to me, oh, I'm in LA. And I was like, oh, you're 15 hours behind me. And we do the short, like, 8 p.m. my time, you know. But obviously, he's out of bed because the shit's hitting the fan. But I mean, uh, this is a good, like, little convo piece tonight. 
the, you know, how how to stay. Like, this is what I said to uh, Jake and then when we did the Dow Summit. Like, just how fucking decentralized this shit. Now, this hack's happened, Finn, and within, like, fucking less than 20 minutes, they were able to lock down all the ox. Uh, they were able to, like, freeze the wallet and everything on this Polynex. I mean, how do you feel about that, bro? It's weird, isn't it? Wait, Poly- Polynex isn't OPNX, is it? I thought those were different. No, no, they just had a, there was tokens trading on that. Uh, you know, I got you. Like you're talking because Polynex got, oh. got hit. Yeah, but you can be trading. You're talking on like Binance. You can have a trading on fucking QCoin. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like, like yeah, with yeah. us, you can have tokens on Kujira. You can you've got Kujira on uh, on Osmosis, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Wherever there's liquidity, you're gonna gonna have tokens, right? But yeah, man, there was like I think uh, it was a decent amount of money. But they basically just froze it straight away. But doesn't that open the can of worms about decentralization? Or doesn't it, Finn, when money can be frozen so quickly, so readily? Like, I mean, it's a good thing that it is in relation to nefarious act, but it's also frightening on the other hand when you really think about it, when you say what we saw previously, we found it, not any swap and anything, you know? We're talking mil- like a lot of money. Not well, million. yeah, because then at, at, at that point, what's the fucking point? If... If Bank of America can kill my account, then I go into DeFi. And then if these DeFi things can kill my account, like, what's the fucking point? I'm going back to cash in a bucket in my back fucking yard at that point, you know? Dude, did you see what, they thought, what they've been doing in the UK? Do you know uh, Farage? Do you know, have you heard of Nigel Farage before? The guy that was behind no. the Brexit. Right. There's a long story about Nigel Farage. You'd have to go and look at it, right? But he's quite well off. Dude, they've just fucking nuked these fucking bank accounts and everything, totally and utterly fucking unbanked. Same as it did with uh, Tommy Robinson, a few others. Holy fuck, I'm going to tell you guys now. I've just been talking to someone today, right, from Blighty, who is fucking terrified about what's going to happen tomorrow. Do you know something? I'm pre-warning you guys now. This is like free alpha. Fucking London could fucking burn tomorrow. There's about there's the day in the Palestinian fucking freedom march thing that they've just done. The last one that they did, that 100,000, right? The bus and shitloads of them down in that tomorrow, right, from Birmingham and that. There's going to be about 200 fucking thousand Muslims and Palestinian supporters, right, hitting this like 1.5, 2 mile square area in London. And then there's Tommy Robinson and all the other fucking gangs and the far right lot going down. There's about sixty-five to seventy thousand of them going down. So you're talking like two hundred Palestinian supporters, whether they be Muslims or just like the supporters, whatever, going for this like march for fucking Palestine or march for Gaza, or whatever. And then you've got like fucking sixty-five, seventy k fucking Tommy Robinson for Mela. See, the, the, the Tommy Robinson one's an enigma, so I didn't want to kind of use him, but, like, you're talking... I'll tell you what you're talking about, Selecas. You're talking about, like, the, the football hooligans, right? They're predominantly, like, white ones, but there's a fair few fucking black fellas running with the football hooligans, like, mainly predominantly kind of white. You know, where well, some of the firms are. And you're talking, like, the real, like, far, far right groups... Uh, the the stuff like the IDF and all that, uh, not the IDF, uh, the the EDF, the English Defence Force, whatever it's called. Uh, it's got the. I didn't want to be doom and gloom, but it's my home country. I saw it fucking burnt to the ground like twelve years ago, 
12 years ago, London was burning to the ground. And not just London. Look at what else. Like, they did Birmingham, they did Manchester, they did Liverpool, they did Newcastle. They even did fucking around Sunderland, man, where you should never see. Like, did anybody see? The riots in Tottenham originally in 2011 after uh, Mark Duggan got shot, where you saw, like, that big furniture store on the corner on fire, like, the iconic, like, really old building, the gigantic thing that was just blazing in the middle of London, like, right? That whole thing, that entire thing that kicked it all off, that, um, that set the whole country up in flames, was started by about 350 people. And tomorrow... So what, kind of, are they are they just marching because they want to turn that into New Gaza, or what? what's the deal? What, why are they yeah, marching? Pretty, pretty fucking, you, you've nailed it there, haven't you? I mean, the thing is, Tommy Robinson and the far right are, are doing it because that's what they've got to do. Right, that's the the stance that they've taken. That's the hill that they've said they're going to die on. They're like, no, nah, this is not going to happen. People are not just going to go and attack fucking people with Israeli flags and blah blah blah, right? But on the other, I mean, it's a tinderbox. It's a fucking the dude. They're shipping busloads down from Birmingham early, early in the morning. Bus is that bro. is that for real though? Because I feel like when that shit happened here. People were like, oh, my God, all these Antifa people are getting bused to Texas or whatever the fuck. And it was like this big thing. And then nothing fucking happened. Like, I feel like it's just more psyops. Dude, but I, I, on, I don't follow on that January, shit. On January, the 6th, on January the 6th, the FBI uh, bust in, the FBI and the DHS bust in fucking loads of Antifa supporters. Dude, I've seen the fucking footage of the buses coming in, getting police escorts. I've seen the fucking videos of them fucking getting changed. I, in the I, I heard some of that footage was from video games, so I, I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> Nothing here happened, so, I mean, whatever. Dude, I actually had a talk with Jake, you know, like offline and that, right? In fucking, we were talking about Antifa shit. I mean, Antifa's like really real. Antifa's funded by George Soros. Antifa's as real as it gets like. Antifa's not a mug. The thing is, Antifa, obviously we know what it means, happen to actually be the most fascist people that there are on the market at the minute. Like they are ultra fascist. If you actually know like the definition of fascism, that's exactly what they are. But they just kind of realise the irony and the fact that they're getting run. But, dude, tomorrow, London, I... And you know what? The wider ramifications of this, think about it. The wider ramifications of this, dude, are quite uh, quite concerning to a degree. But, yeah, man, so there's, like, they're going to be outnumbered at least, like these raggy cases, at least like sort of 2 to, two to 1, 2.3, 2 2.4 to 1. However, what I will say is that, like, one side can really fight. There's going to be a lot of, like, pleb protesters, like, that are just there for, like, because it's popular, because LGBTQ's out this month and Gaza's in. Do you know what I mean? There's going to be those people, like... Well, they do They do what that what that one dude does around, around these parts, right, where they just, like, enragement farm. It, it, let's just pretend like that thing is like the wreck den and then the thing is like the owl coming in there to like engagement farm that's basically what's going to happen they're just going to end up cooking a goose or something i love these like uh ultra white fucking or white ultra liberals though that fucking just spend their like every minute of every day like screaming about like 
Black Lives Matter and fucking suppression and reparations. And it's just like, dude, you realize, like, I'm not being funny, but the actual community of like Afro Americans, like, fucking kind of stand like people like you, you fucking daft cunt. Like, honestly, they've got no idea that, like, oh, in England and that, though, I would talk to my like mates and I'd be like, what about these people? And they're just like, I mean, black mates and that. And they'd be like, fucking bro, honestly, keep those cunts away from me or I'll fucking slap them in the teeth. Like, like, Generally speaking, the vast, vast majority of uh, black people cannot stand these fucking white, ultra-liberal, you know, we need to save the Afro-American fucking race from extinction. And, like, black people are just looking at them going, bro, are you fucking talking about, you little pleb cunt? I, why didn't Fritzel get you in the basement? Like, why did you escape Fritzel's basement, I? Fuck that shit. And, and going back to the what you were talking about with decentralization again i'll I will just say it, it always reminds me of like keep an open mind but not too open your brain fucking falls out of your head you know like decentralized shit but not so decentralized where nobody knows what the fuck anybody's doing and nothing gets done you know They're at that point just spinning your wheels like we just all spin up our own chains at that point like i mean how how decentralized do you want it but if they're going to start like shutting down bank accounts and shit, I mean, like we just go, I'm reading guns, germs and steel by Jared Diamond. We're about to just go back to fucking hunting and gathering here. If, uh, if the bombs fall. So good luck, everybody. Yep. I've been telling people, make sure that you can bloody at least like use a crossbow. Like, if you haven't got access to guns or you live in, a, like, a country without guns, like, if you've got... I'm telling you, like, there's a lot of animals you can fucking kill and eat quite happily, like, a lot of animals. Fucking, fucking even crossbows are illegal in Denmark, man. What? That's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but you guys are just running around, like, picking grapes off of vines and shit and, like, writing poems about each other's feet. I mean, what, what are you guys <laughs> really doing over there? I don't know. We just hang around Parliament and waiting for some coins to fill out, fall out of Parliament. And yeah, then uh, we can buy some toast, some Danish. Bruce, Bruce did you ever see me little? Did, I, I didn't even actually follow me back in those days. But did you ever see me little like? Uh, it's gonna sound weird. I call it the finger crossbow. But uh, I don't know if you've ever seen one before, like Bruce. Have you? So, so, so is it is it a finger blaster? You put a ring on, you know, it's like a ring that goes on your finger, like a, like a ring, but it's like attached. So what happens is like the little miniature crossbow, it straps around your wrist. It, like, uh, do you know if you like uh, hurt your wrist or something and you have to put one of those things on with the Velcro? It's, where, a, like, a it's a slingshot. Yeah. It's a slingshot. No, 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 no. It's a crossbow. It's a crossbow, right? But it's like, okay, it's really weird, right? So it goes around your wrist and connects to like your hand in between your, your thumb and your big finger, right? Your, the, the thumb and your next finger in, sorry. I forgot what they call that one. Uh, I don't know the names of the fingers. Like, Seth is here. It's a good job, isn't he? But what happens is, it like, it fits itself on. It's got a strap on the wrist. It fits itself, like, on at the thumb and then on, like, at the little finger, right? And then you put your index, I think it's index finger, isn't it? The big one, I Put your index finger, like, like through the ring as you, like, slide the whole thing on. And literally, that's all you have to do is just literally, you just pull your finger and bang, you, you fucking go. I'm going to have to go and find it. You'll have to say it. It's class like... Did you just call your middle finger for your index finger? Is that what your index finger is? The middle one or not? Your pointer. Oh, the... Your, it's the pointer finger. Pointer finger, middle, ring, pinky. And then thumbs. Ah, 
There you go. Okay. I'm not even a I doctor. Thought, Come on. I thought my middle finger was called Bruce's mum's smell, but uh, I didn't. God like, damn, I'm... Robo. Not this yeah. again, man. You fucking twat. We named them by smells. <laughs> <laughs> Pamela, Julia, <laughs> Franz, April, Klaus. June. Let's go. Hey, hey. You know something? I'll tell you now. I'm telling you, Bruce's mum is a perfect 10, so leave that lady alone. But she keeps a little too for me. <laughs> David Robo, man. Bro, if I didn't hate you, I would fucking hate you now, man. Have you just seen how much of our audience... Have you just seen how much of our audience has left? <laughs> oh, my God. Even seven... <laughs> We were too bad for Steffi. It's for the best. It's for the best. And Steffi <laughs> only stays if you let him speak in the first five minutes. Otherwise, he's moving on. And also, also, Steffi's like, oh, my God, I'm not listening to mum jokes for eight hours. <laughs> no, Steffi, we don't run spaces like you, son. We do two hours. We fuck off. <laughs> Did you see who's seen Coach Bruce's tweet about Steffi's spaces, the length of them? Like when he hit 16 hours, you need to sell everything. <laughs> Did anybody catch that or not? Or is that just me? Oh, that's it's, it's a good gauge. It's a good gauge. That and when the uh, when we see Zucker Nerd's sister come back with another song, that'll be also time to sell if what? you haven't already. Wait, wait a minute, though. I wasn't wrong about 38K. I've been warning you for fucking weeks. I went back and looked when I first started warning people. And it's fucking early August. And I'm, I'm telling you, I've got sep uh, August, September, October, and even the 1st of November. We hit 70, uh, 37.9. Boom. It fucking bombed. And then look what happened with the DOM and Ethereum. Yeah. Eh? I told you so. Got a shot at that shit for fun, man. 38K, man. It's fucking horrendous. Fucking level. Horrendous. When we, once we get up, it makes for great support. Once we fucking get up, right? Like, for example, like like the early 40s and that, whatever. Like, even when you get a bit of bad news, 38 fucking acts like a fucking decent, like, little bit of support, doesn't it? But it's a fucking nasty resistance level, like, nasty as fuck. I can't hear anyone. Am I getting rooked? Oh, no, I, I don't think so. I can hear you. Okay. So, uh, did you see the picture I've just posted or not? No. Come on. Okay, shall I go and put it in the next? Shall I? Yeah, good. Okay, so oh, yo, Don, is Don. what up? Hey, Don, long time no here. Yeah, I, I finally got up back into all my accounts. I was locked out of them. Shit, so took a while to get back in. I got all my fucking go and look in the go and look in the nest. Okay, got everything. Go and look in the nest, got all my wallets back and shit too. So good. Did, did you ever figure out how you got hacked? No, no, I got. No, I, I don't know, but we we were, we were we reversed it and we got like my, my back into my wallets. So like I have it back. I don't know what the hell happened, dude. Weird, man. My friend is like a Weird. wizard with, with with. Wait, so what happened? Like you lost access to a wallet, and it got drained, or what? What's what's the story? I lost I, I lost access. To my whole Twitter account, it locked me out, wouldn't let me in. And then my wallets were like, 
they were all acting up, looking like they're getting drained. I don't know if it was just my phone or what. What the fuck was going on? But uh, one was just one. One uh, was just like a a rug project, to like rug me. So I lost some funds there, and then uh, no, everything's safe now though. I have all. I have everything. I- but the the wallets weren't compromised. It was just transactions on the wallets. Or correct. What? Correct. I bet that gave you a little pucker, a little pucker in your butthole, oh, man, huh? I was so happy. Once I saw all my ETH and my fucking Bitcoin, I was like, ah! I just had a bargain, Finn said that. I was just looking at bargain, and I'm fucking dying. I'm fucking dying. <laughs> Think about it. I, I was in the Celsius fucking thing. I lost all my money in Celsius. Then I fucking thought I lost all my money again all over. Bro, you know what? You and Shroot should come together and form a self-help group. You and Shroot will be the perfect fucking partners because that cunt. Holy fuck, bro. I mean, he got rugged on... Dude, he got rugged on levels I don't think I've ever witnessed. He's made a good comeback. Give Shrew his credit, he's a fighter, but he cashed in 401ks, banged it in fucking anger, he was in Voyager, he was in Celsius, he was in fucking BlockFi. I mean, he had the domino Bro. effect on his life, honestly. Some, some of these cats hit what we call the hat trick, where they, they, they lost it in UST, they lost it in Voyager, and then they lost it and so I know I, I know I know and that's I know a bunch. three in a row. Bang, bang, bang. I know a bunch. Yep. And FBX. Do you know do you know where the word hat trick comes from? After. Anybody? Hockey. From hockey, no. motherfucker, when you make no. three goals. <laughs> you absolute pleb. You absolute plebistorian. I'm the historian, you're the plebistorian. <laughs> it fucking comes from it does it comes from cricket. So we're back in the, like 1886, I think it was on the first Ashes. I think down there, down there, when uh, your man took the three wickets. Uh, literally, I'm not fucking shitting you. And by the way, it's called the Ashes because they burnt the wickets. That's what it is, you know, from the first match. It's they burnt the wickets and put them in the urn. Believe it or not. So you're telling me there's a game? There's a game called cricket, and they use a wicket. Uh, you're making that shit up. No fucking way. Go, go, go and look at the history of the word hat trick. Uh, Bruce, go and look and come back and prove I'm wrong. Uh, JJ, you're up, brother. Always time. Oh, we're filling up now with the chads. Go on, JJ. Hey, I always thought a hat trick was when you banged three girls in the same day. No, that's just three anything, right? That's what I thought. But I always so, thought it came from hockey for some reason. A, no, no, the, the, first time, the first time the, coin, uh, the term appeared was in 1858 in cricket. To describe HH three wickets. I said eighteen sixty four. How fucking close was that off the top of my fucking head? Go on, bro. bro finish, bro. Yeah, I'm just gonna say historians are close. They're precise, right? Hey, it's not fair if you're like born in the era that it happened in. Oh, so, yeah. like, Bruce right now. Oh, Is Bruce oh, talking? Yeah, Bruce. Well, he was. Can you not hear Bruce? Bruce, no, I'll, 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 I'll hop down. Hold on. Bruce, talk about Finn. Say something bad about Finn. I, I can't. It's impossible. I try. Oh, you're it's a rich pleb, aren't you? You fucking little bum chum. Look at him, fucking mummy's boy, fucking Bruce. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? 
Yeah, you know, I've been getting friendly with this local weed shop, right? The new one, yeah. So your man's been out of town on business, right? I've given up on the elf, the, the, the guy, you know, I had the relationship with before. And this new shop, the tranny, I'm finna be loving this man. He's gonna fucking love the tranny story again, isn't he? I told it last night. But honestly, they're fucking mad. And then today, I was out working. As I lunch time, I got a text. And it's them uh, on the on the fucking lineup, right? It's them, and they're like, uh, uh, "We we're cleaning house. Uh, so the crumb that you were buying uh, for ninety baht a gram, like three dollars a gram, fuck the crumb. Uh, do you want to like we're gonna clean it out? Uh, do you want some uh, ten ten baht? <laughs> fucking ten baht a gram, bro. I'm not shitting you today. <laughs> like ten baht a gram. I'm like ten baht a gram. The fuck you talking about? For what? Like, oh, yeah, we need to fucking, like, clean up and, like, get ready for, like, the new batches and that. And I'm like, hey, get round my house now, you cunt. <laughs> Me shit. Ten baht a fucking gram of fucking crumb, man. It's ridiculous. It's a uh, blue, blue pave. Fucking in, smell. In my back. Yeah, it's a dab. Yeah, you're back, Finn. You're back, Finn, yeah. You're back. Robo, Robo, let me give you some uh, perspective here. So if I want to buy some really high-quality, lab-certified, weed here in Denmark, right? It's going to cost me $23 per gram. And then I have to fucking get it smuggled from the States. Is that US dollars or cheap cheap Dane dollars? What are we talking? US dollars. Per gram of weed? What the fuck? If I I want certified lab-grown real shit, right? Does that come with If I want the fucking... No, no, not even, man. Not even. I, I've seen it as pay extra. on some of them at the dispensaries when they're like wicked high THC levels and shit. Just simple eight. Why so does Bruce live there? I don't know why Bruce is living there. He's got fucking more money than most of us. You should say he's fucking rap. What the Bruce? fuck are you talking about? Bruce, more money than sell, most of you, you play. Sell, sell one third. Sell, wait a minute, Bruce, sell one third of your fucking rack tokens, move to Thailand and just live a completely different life because you're just fucking, I mean, you're living with a gay fella. We're a bit suspect at the minute. He's got the same name as you. We're not too, we think it's your boyfriend. Never mind the Danish government. We think it's your boyfriend or yours, but, but just come to Thailand. What are you doing with your life, bro, man? Fucking get it together. Let me, let me, let me tell you something. Um, my last name, my surname, I share that with the prime minister of Denmark as well. Which yeah, is why I don't want to live. That's why you don't no, want to no. leave. He got the good life there. He's a blood boy. He's a little old he man also, blood boy. Does that give you perks? He also, where he also shares, no, it, he also it gives shares, me hatred. Sure. He also shares the same surname as the person that he shares his fucking flat with. So the Danish government thought they were fucking married and rang him up and said, I hear fucking who's the top and who's the bottom. I was in the chocolate starfish and who's on the hot dog. Like, that's what the government fucking rang Bruce, didn't they, Bruce? Yeah, they did. It's fucking stupid, man. They really, really did. And I have to prove to them that I wasn't gay, which is weird because they have all the documents, <laughs> all the documents saying I'm not married to anybody, but they just wanted to make sure. Finn, if you can't get that in a song, let's get tanked and all because he's good crack. Finn, if you kind of get Bruce being a fucking target as from his government as being a homo because they share the same name and then having to prove it and want his Binance account. Finn, you've got to get this into a song. I reckon this could be in the first song of EP3, uh, EP3 that might, might be on Migaloo. But let's say good morning to Tank. Let's get your man in. He's very patient. Good morning, Tank, son. Good morning, you knuckleheads. What are y'all doing? Good morning, Mr. Pivot. <laughs> hey, can I pivot, actually? Can I pivot? 
Finn. Finn. Uh, JG would be happy to hear this too. I think we got something brewing. I think we got something brewing. Y'all know what it, y'all know what's up. Everybody else, grave, everybody else know what's up. On, oh yeah, they know what's up. They know what's up. A grave, a grave digger on Juno. A grave digger on Juno. Is that what I'm hearing? Is that what I smell? Got like? something what, brewing. We got something Is brewing. That? Yep. Oh, Finn. I mean, Finn, everybody wants EP3, EP3 right now. We should do, we should have a bidding war for where this shit's going. Do you know that? By the way, in the nest, can we, can we quickly, we, we've got, I put the fucking thing in the nest and you've totally changed the subject to talk about Bruce's fucking game marriage. Uh, have a look in the nest, man. Check that out. Do you know how long this took Brasco? I fucking DM Brasco right and he had this back in fucking 45 seconds. I was like, wow, you're faster than Dizzle fucking buying NFTs on fucking Stargears with fucking LinkedIn. You, you couldn't. Check it out, man. How funny is that picture? Just My man has it. like the rack cut out, just set, ready, set, ready to snap at any given moment. Like you just need something with a rack put on it. He's your man and he'll have that shit you on it in like said. 10 seconds. You know what he said as well? I DM'd him on Discord, right? I went, hey, Brasco, Nero's, but if you could do this, like, I want to drop a cash promo, right? It came back, I'm telling you, 45 seconds. He went, he went, oh, you caught me between appointments. You're lucky to do it. <laughs> what a fucking hey, shot. You, you know there's already a Juno Gravedigger, right? Like, you do know that. Like, I know I'm been one. The okay. I'm just, and, just making sure. Sometimes I don't know what you don't necropolis, know. It's it's necropolis, but like you need a Freudian slip from time to time to engage in the conversation. So yeah, bro, there's a grave to go on. Wah, wah. There's a, uh, not exactly, man. D- dude, everything by design is what we do, isn't it? Everything by design, right? Think about 25 it. Juno staked in this bad boy. By design. Let's fucking go. <laughs> we haven't had we haven't had any chance to really like try to expand to Juno. That's why it's really important that, you know, we make we can make a community for it. Like otherwise it's just like pissing in the wind, right? Like if we don't have a community. Yeah, then, definitely. Like, right. You want me right, to tell right. you? Do you want me to tell you how you could front run do you want me to tell you how you could front run Stargaze? Do you want me to tell you, JJ? I've I've thought about it at length in the last forty eight hours. I'm gonna tell you how you can front run Stargaze. And you might have heard me on the unrecorded one yesterday, talk about PRs that are out there waiting to get approved for coding that. The OE is fantastic. It's perfect for what we need. Perfect delivery system, right? For a lot of projects, like different projects are evolving. There's different types of projects now. And OE is a major fucking part of the market, right? I've heard the low maintenance, low overheads, etc. But currently we've only really got the one OE Minter contract and it's lacking features. One of the big features is what Brasco pointed out, like, why? So I'm minting fins singles, right? Or we are minting fins. I'm putting up data up and doing all the stuff back in Stargate stuff, right? That's what I'm talking about. But we're putting, like, fins and Ambedo stuff on there, right? But we can't, like, I couldn't create an OE collection and then, like, mint Cosmos of War on, an, on the OE, put it up on the OE to mint, and then, like, add in, take the money. There are like separate individual things now because we want to keep the rack branding. We've been using the rack in the suit, the rack FM guy in the suit as the rack FM PLC thing to be different from the spaces a little bit. You know, the suit guy, the professional, it makes sense, right? Ties him with the branding. But fucking Brasco came back and we dropped three things. We dropped uh, Cosmos of War uh, on Stargates, by the way. We dropped Cosmos of War. Then we dropped uh, the EP airdrop just for fun. 
just to see if we could render it down under 150, which we did. Shout out to me. Then we dropped uh, Take the Money. But when you click on them, he, he showed us a screenshot and he's like, I'm confused which one's which because they all have the fucking same picture and they're all under the same thing. There's actually no like distinction and definition between the different tracks that we're putting out on the OE Minter. But there needs to be also like some kind of, they, they need to be separate, but they need to be correlated in the same collection. Do you know what I mean? There's no reason why we can't have a collection that contains them where it's got collection image and then you click in and a collection like bio and you click in and then you've got like the separate three things. At the minute, they pretty much look like three separate projects, but they look like the replicate. If you just go and look at the click on the thing and you see the same picture, it's not a good look. Well, and I don't think they thought that that's what it was going to be used for at that time. And, and I think also from the, the whale space yesterday, JG is going to whip something up, but they don't want an OE Minter on some of these chains. And for good reason. I mean, sometimes it, for Stargaze, it seems like it's good. I feel like if you have it on every chain, you're just going to get the same blah shit just clogging up your fucking infra, clogging up your marketplace. I think for Stargaze, it works because it is like our favorite penny stock. So like people go there and they just throw like a few hundred stars at something, whatever. It's not a big deal. But like on some of these bigger chains, I don't think you necessarily want that stuff on there. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Oh, he's for everybody. I'm I'm only focused on the music NFT side of it. And I've been in enough spaces talking to to like a lot of people like Maxwell, Fawn, Empress. General Shan and a few others. Like I'm all uh, when you're all asleep. I tell you, man, all these musicians are all up on the all night fucking benders and that man fucking the yanks and that. You just want to get into these like the classy spaces, but the people who can crack. I mean, sound X Y Z is doing it, but obviously they're a dap. You know, they're not a chain. But they're they're also made for that starting out. We're trying to adopt existing text to the music gig that we're trying to to create you know like sound was from the get-go made with musicians and eps and lps and all that shit in mind i think so if we could build one from the ground up yeah it's going to have all the features you want in it obviously it's called bandcamp i would say it was sound yes and no i mean they turned us down twice I went through the appeal system and the turned us down. That's because we're ETH poor, bro. <laughs> they were like, you have 0. 0.25 ETH in your wallet. Sorry, fam. Kick up down the corner. Hey, so found XYZ, it's uh it's web three. Yes, it's runs on uh, it runs on optimism. I think it runs on Ethereum. Uh, I think it does uh, I think it covers all of the uh, Ethereum L2s, right? Oh, no, I'll tell them. you. I tried yeah, to mint Fonz. I tried to mint Fonz album on there the other day or that song, and I couldn't figure it out. So I just gave up and said, "Fuck it." Yeah, do you know? Do you know the one reason? JJ, you know the one reason our friend, so Fonz, a really good friend of the show, right? Fondue, uh, Fondue, I should say, Colorado Fondue. Make sure you are following him. But one of the reasons he actually did it is because obviously gas fees were fuck all uh, on Ethereum at that time. Gas fees were pretty horrific. But the second thing was, this is what was one of the main points, right, of him and a couple of others going there, is that you could actually just go and buy it direct with your credit card. And actually, the weird thing was, when people had problems like Finn with the optimism stuff, because obviously it's a fucking, it's an arse here, sometimes optimism. 
But because of that, actually, a big percentage of people actually just went and bought it with a credit card. They were like, ah, fuck it. And that's quite weird. I mean, I'm not I'll a lot tell of you, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. I would never hook up one of my real credit cards to a Web3 platform. Like, they need it. That, that's just me. I'm not, I'm not letting that shit touch that other shit. Well, uh, if I can't them. figure out which gas token I need for your shitty ETH L2, then I'm just going to go get it on Bandcamp at that point, which I will hook up PayPal or credit card to. But well, I, I don't I know. Will, it, it's just me. I will leak, I will leak free alpha, and I will say that Stargaze uh, really want to become a Web2 Bandcamp. So they've got no aspirations of following like a, you know, putting like a tab on there that could act like an XYZ because obviously they could do that. They can they can produce a DAP if they want. They could produce an X uh, sound XYZ. I own Stargaze. Why is that? Because, well, let's do it. It's an NFT. I mean, Bandcamp laid off like 500 devs. I mean, go I grab a couple and let's do it. I get, well, they've got no resource. I asked them, well, I'm in a working group with them. I asked them about, they've, they've got no resource, but they said they are like like wanting to do it. Like they're looking at the easiest route. I made a few suggestions about like just having like a, a music tab and then having links to like the Web 2 stuff. I mean, Finn, you tell me, you're moving into Web 3. One of the things I said about to Stargaze was like, they're like, what do musicians want in that? You just want really solid, like really good connections to your Web 2 stuff, don't you? Like the very fact that you've produced all this music on Web 2, there's a lot of your back catalog you're not going to bring onto Web 3. A lot of the new stuff is what you just want to be on Web 3, but you want people to be able to go and explore your back catalog. Back catalogs are very important to musicians, and having access to that is also incredibly important on an NFT blockchain, right? Or a marketplace, yeah? In my opinion, it will be. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't I don't think people need to like recreate the wheel here. I mean, the flow is already there. Everything's already been done several times. So just pick a model and like run with it. And I think Look, Bandcamp has the best one that I've seen. I I, I want to ask you guys uh, a question individually because I'm curious to see what your guys' answers are individually. Like, what do you think Stargaze is? Like, what do you think their main focus is as a platform? It's a hope. It's a hope. It's a hub. It's, it's osmosis. You know, you've seen all the apps built on uh, osmosis recently. It's, like the it's a hub. Yeah, yeah, but I would say that's the, the hub of NFTs. And I think I think people are underestimating what you're going to see in the future because I think with ICS 721, like the possible, we haven't even opened the door to the possibilities of what's about to happen and combinations with Dow and other things. But Zeneron. <laughs> No, 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 wait a minute. Hey, me out. Hey, sorry, me sorry. I had a hot mic. I'm sorry. Omni, Omni's a different type of hub. If you look what they've got going on with their stake and operation and everything like this, right? Omni's a completely no, different type of hub. No, I just didn't like, sell NFTs. Dude, uh, can you hear me or not? Yeah. Can you hear me or not? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't know if you could hear me there or not. Sorry, dude. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, I can hear you. All right, okay. Like, I'm just basically all I'm saying is. I can is, hear you. Yeah. You can all fuck off, I'm telling you. Did it start last year? I can, I can, I can. And you, look at you, fuckers! Home club, get in here and sort these cunts <laughs> I'm only joking. No, no, I see, I really do see Stargaze has been a hub. Uh, I see the things like Pegasus. If you go look at all the stuff that's been built over there, there's an opportunity to fucking build a whole lot more, man. Like, I'm really fucking future forward facing when it comes to Stargaze. Like, I think we did. I didn't think the vast majority of people in this room know what's capable. And the team have got track record. And this is what I always say to people. When you just want to talk about what people can build, what opportunities out there, 
can look at the track record. Tell me that Stargaze have got a shit track record. So, Talk so when you, I want, I want, I want, I want to expand on this thought, right? Because I've been thinking about this a lot, especially with the NFT uh, Nashville. When you guys say the hub for selling NFTs, right? Like that can mean many things because NFTs can mean many things. Like you just said, Robo, that you are primarily focused on the music artist side of things, which is a totally different thing than just selling art, right? And also. If you think about what uh, Stargaze has been doing and just recently announced that NFT Nashville with Perpetuals, right? Uh, like the hub for NFTs can mean many, many different things. Like you remember Stargaze was initially started out and thought to be like a social platform, much like any other social platform out there, like, you know, Facebook, all these other places. It was supposed to be a social platform. Like with DAOs and NFTs, it's all about community, right? So like, what is it? Is it a is it a hub for communities? Is it a hub for artists? Is it a hub for art? Is it a hub for now? It should be them all. It should be the perpetual. What, what do you mean? It, no, no, it should be the all. It should be all of them. It should be the whole gamut of everything that you're going to associate with NFTs: lending, borrowing, fucking app. It should be the whole gamut of everything. Listen, it's a hub for people. Whatever people want to do, they can do it there. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> imagine, imagine the trades that would imagine the fucking volume and that that would have been going on with like lending and borrowing and that with fucking bad kids, man. Think about it. There's got to be some shit in there. Go on, JJ. That, that shit's kind of just gimmick. I don't know. And you know, Stargaze is is really a pinwheel of the app chain thesis. So if uh, you know Osmosis was going to be the Dex, Os- you know Stargaze was going to try to be the NFT hub home, like you said. But the only problem is, is that. Nobody wants to keep bringing dry powder into an ecosystem if you can't earn yield, right? Like I like to earn yield and then go shopping and buy JPEGs. But if I can't earn there yield, you go, JG. There I don't go. want to buy go, JPEGs. Go <laughs> you know what I mean? So personally, like I don't see a chain. Well, why don't you want to flip them? Why don't you want to flip them? Why don't you want to flip them? What's wrong what with flipping? Well, like flipping, flipping? Yeah, but being a flipper is not, is not is, you're buying these. Like, look, I've bought a shit ton of collections on Stargaze. And the amount that I've actually flipped into profit is like, I don't know, less than like 7% or something like that. You and me goes, both, homie. We're not like, flippers, right? That's a different category. <laughs> yeah, like I want to hold, I want to stake, I want to earn, and then I want to take my yield and buy other silly JPEGs. But I don't want that yield to come from crazy, hyper-inflated fucking tokenomics to where the token goes under a penny. I like it at yeah, a penny. It's our pinks, It's the pink slips. I'm just saying, no, no. I like it. It's Aerodyne. You guys are really going to want to hear what we've discovered. This is the next big, great investment thesis. It's called Aerodyne Technologies. It's a hot company, you guys. <laughs> Dude, you didn't buy Infinity Bit when I told you and you'd been on a fucking 4X by now. Anyway, Bruce, you got your hand up, son? Yeah, I just want to ask if I can make like tank and pivot. A bit. It depends. Give us what the subject of the pivot is, and then we'll decide. Well, as a before group. before yeah. you pivot, I <laughs> okay, Daddy, Daddy, pivot. What the fuck? Hey, no, before you go, pivot, ahead, Finn. Nobody answered. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Answer Tank's question, Finn. Hey, sound protocol is open source, so why don't we just fucking copy pasta that shit over to Stargaze? I put the GitHub repo in the chat it's here, so let me know. Okay. Let me know it's when it's done. It's written in Solidity. <laughs> So actually, you'll be able to port it onto Celestia. You'll be able to port it onto Fuel if you want, but it'll still or be... Evmos. Or Evmos. Or Evmos. Or Evmos. <laughs> oh, I'm not getting uh, 
kid on Elfos, mate, but no, no, bro, uh, it should be, it's written in solidity, right? It's got to be. I'm not a dev. I just found the documents, so yeah. I assume, yeah. You could, you could put it on Celestia, though. You'll get someone like Moll, who's already, like, studied, like, fuel and swear. Well, he hasn't studied fuel, sorry, that's a token. He studied swear, though. He's been studying swear for fucking a year and a half or something. Knows it very well. But, like, somebody like Moll could easily, like, replicate, like, something like, if it's open source, Moll could easily do that on... Uh, on Listen, if... if- if your AI isn't able to fucking change some shit around to make it from one language to another, like, what the fuck are we even doing? It's 2023. Come on. Oh, oh can you? That's not how it works, right? That's not how Solidity and fucking Rust work, right? But, but hey, swears the answer, swears the merge. That's the middleman. Go on, Bruce. You keep putting your hand up like a pleb. Is that because you're not co-host? You never put your hand up when you're co-host. You just interrupt people. I just had my hand up for a very long time and never took it down because my arms are very strong, so I can just sit with them up in the air for hours. No, I just wanted to answer Tank's question a bit. I just want to answer it a bit. So I think Stargaze is the hub for bad kids wash trading at the moment. Uh, I mean, he ain't wrong, but... (laughs) Well, talk about that. I mean, let's be honest. Where the revenues coming from for Stargaze? They're not coming from the launchpad, guys. Like 90% of the revenue, I mean, Games is up 8. You can actually give you the actual figures, but there's a vast majority of the revenue is actually coming from the marketplace. Bad things like Bad Kids and, and others are big parts of that. But, like, the launchpad compared to the marketplace is like, fuck all. Like, uh, right, we've got a lot of people up, so let's go. We, we take out the order. Let's go quickly to Home Pleb and say good morning, Home Pleb. GM fam. GM guys, GM, what's going on, everybody? Are you doing there? Uh, are you doing more Movember? Are you doing Movember? Have you got your tash? Uh, dude, I, I don't know. Are we talking about no nut or no shave? What, what the hell's the meaning of Movember anymore? The, the mustache, the mustache, it's just the mustache. No nothing. The wife and I no are nothing on terms right now, so I already effed up no nut a few times. Dude, it's the only, it's the only month men get to celebrate being men, right? It's the only month, yeah. We celebrate testicular cancer because women can't have that. It's the only thing we've got. It's the only thing that we can fucking own is fucking, fucking lumps on the balls, isn't it? Everything else the woman's got a fucking share of except the fucking lumps wait, wait, on wait, the balls, wait, right? We got a prostate too. Oh, here we, we go. We got a prostate, and that's part of it. Right? So here's the issue with no nut November. Nothing helps your prostate. It helps your prostate. It actually helps you not get prostate cancer. So don't fall for that fucking MSM BS about no nut November. Get out there and fucking start jerking your gherkin, guys. Bro, can I tell you, Thailand's the only fucking place I can get a prostate fucking examination 10 times fucking cheaper on the fucking street than I can in a fucking hospital. You ain't yep. going anywhere with that at Earth where you're getting your colon inspected like for 300 baht, you know what I mean? Ten, ten bucks for a fucking colon inspection over here, bro. I mean, come on. Yeah, but it happens on a street corner. <laughs> it's in the oh, alley. Dude. I mean, come on. It's not it right happens. out in public. They have it, happens in, it happens in Dr. BJ's, if you want to know. So I don't know if you know, they closed it down, actually, but there was a place in uh, Bangkok back in the day. There's two places, right, if you've ever been, like, in Bangkok back in the day, and then you're an old schooler. Two places you're going to talk about. Dr. BJ's and Wong's. Is, Wong's. is that where they just spit on their hand instead of using glue? They just spit. No, dude. That's yes, why that is correct. 
Yes, no, that's it's, right. where got, it's where they've got the reinforced glass ceiling. So you walk in Dr. Bee Gees and they've got this gigantic glass ceiling and all the birds that are dancing on the foot in the, on the next floor up above are all Nicholas and all in school uniforms. And then you've got like fucking dude walking around in a doctor's outfit, like the weirdo. Well, not the bar guy. Welcome to Dollar BGS, get surgical masks and everything. Sounds like uh, some vampire club in like Blade or something like that or Underworld, just like raving. Dude, you Google Wong's. I'm not fucking shitting you, man. I didn't even live that far away from Wong's, but Wong's is like in Bangkok, it's proper legendary. So what Wong's was was like this like little bar. I'm talking because I can't hear him. Yes, yes. I am. You're missing out on the Wong. Oh, Don's missing out on the no, Wong no, story. Down, down horrendous. It's well, basically what Wong's was, was when the nightclubs like, kicked out at like 2.30 or whatever, because they had early closing here, yeah? They've just extended it. Everybody went to Wong's, and it was like illegal. They paid the police off. And when you, if you were in Wong's on a Sunday morning at fucking 5.30 a.m., your life was in the garbage for the next like three days. It was just people doing fucking coke all over people getting fucking wanks in the corner. It was horrendous. It's like the kind of place where when you come out, you wipe your feet on the mat when you fucking come out the joint. It was fucking rotten, but I'll tell you what, good place. Anyways, back. Wait, wait, wait a minute. You're taking off oh, your shoes queue. to go in this place? Why are you taking off I your used shoes? To go. Oh, bro, I used to fucking take a few birds down there back in the day. I used to have a real laugh. Uh, <laughs> no, day, not like... birds. Shoes, bro. Come on. Yeah, you, you just said you have ears. to wipe off shoes. your feet when you, when you come out of the place. Why are you taking nah. off your shoes? No, no, you didn't. I'm saying I'm wiping my shoes on the mat. I'm like, I, like, I didn't want to go out in the street and take wongs out into the street. That's really fucking bad stuff. That, bro, I'm not going to inspect oh, okay, you gotta, okay. <laughs> Yeah, you got to leave the wongs in the... Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, bro, you never heard that. We talk about Newcastle like this, you know, when Sunderland, like when we go to Newcastle shopping, as soon as we leave Newcastle, we get across the border, we just wipe our feet like before we enter Sunderland, you know what I mean? I did this when I was getting on the plane to come to Thailand before. I was getting on the plane and I made a video like fucking 12 years ago or something, wiping my feet before I fucking got on the plane. <laughs> anyway, let's welcome Gaines and then Sefi. Gaines was in the room first. Hello, my hombre. How are you doing? Man, the more you talk about Bangkok, the more I want to go over there. I mean, you got everything you need. You got doctors who pretend they're doctors doing some weird butt stuff. I cannot wait to go to Bangkok. Bro, I DM this weed shop right now and dude, this is going to sound a bit crazy, but we're making music NFTs. We're doing some rap diss track shit uh, in balaclavas, in sass masks and that. Can we come in your shopping video? Your mum was like, when? What time? I'll close the shop for you. I'm like, I love Bangkok, me. I kind of wait to be a soy cowboy. Kind of wait for you to see a little hang I've got. Oh, man, I wish I could tell you. I wish I'm dying to actually talk about what's coming, and I can't because I'm not sworn to fucking secrecy. But, games, you're going to laugh. I'm going to make you laugh your fucking head off, bro. That's the only mission in life. So, you like the little cartel video last week, Gainsy, did you? I did. I did. Absolutely. Uh, we need more of that. Oh, look who's here. Stranger. We haven't seen Amanda for a while, have we? Get up here and speak, woman. What are you doing? Are you chilling on the couch with a, with a cheeky spliff or what? Uh, are you watching the Coogee chart? Maybe she's watching the Coogee chart on the three-minute. What do you reckon? Uh, <laughs> M. Sefi, how are you doing, son? Let's get everybody in. I was trying to get on earlier, and uh, I was having some connection issues. Can you hear me now? 
We can. And you know what I'm wondering, Sefi? Do you do your own uh, prostate examinations? Do you do your own prostate examinations? I would if I was you. Yeah. Like, do you do your own? Of course. Do- doctor, heal thyself. But listen, um, you know, uh, earlier you were you were talking about something, and I heard something like you were fingering a CrossFit bro. Like, this is like maybe 20 minutes ago. <laughs> 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 Wait a minute. I mean, Wait a it was kind of weird. I mean, I... I came in to talk about this, like, Robo's, like, fingering CrossFit bros. Yeah, he, he, he does that in Buttcock. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That's actually, minute. that's what he's been buying with all of the residuals from all of the music he's been releasing. I haven't seen one check, but he's been getting a lot of buttholes fingered, so it's good. What did you tell us? What did you tell us? Leave me alone in my Web 2 world. You love so often cause havoc. You'll not be fucking saying that I mean, when you like, see this video. Like, the dis- the discussion was about like the apocalypse and like how you're going to survive in the apocalypse. Like this is about 20 minutes ago on here, and Robo says something about fingering a crossbow. It was a crossbow. Like, me finger was in a crossbow. Like, I was like Jesus. That like is that how? Like is there a manual for surviving the apocalypse? I don't remember any zombie flick where the like the outcome was fingering a CrossFit bro. Bro, you know how I mean? like, how fucking but. Did I see a bro in the middle of... Wait a minute, I didn't see it. What? I bet you I did. I bet you did. This this one's on you, bro. I said cross... Top uh, cross 839 board. has passed to fund oh, informal systems. Oh, my... I don't want to talk. I don't... The, the yeah, music you do. Yeah, you do. You want to talk about it. Fucking Finn, Finn, well, can we, have, can we have, like, two lines of acapella from Finn? Finn, fool's gold. The man rapping like Robinson Crusoe. Can we just please have these two? Like this, can we have the bar, please, bro, for the crew? Come on. I have to. I have to wait and see if Informal is going to pass on any of that funding <laughs> to Terra Spaces or not. And if not, then yes, we will. We'll write bars about Informal more. No, but you've got that. You've got that one, the Robinson Crusoe. No, I know that about. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know. I just we want to. Oh, we I want some of this. That. I want some of this hub money. Wait, I, I gotta ask though, because um, now how does how does your benefactor feel about that situation, and how, does this affect Rack FM's benefact benefits from their benefactor? No. I love the word benefactor no. that you've used. In, I tell you what, no, no, Finn will tell you. Rack FM gets fucking now from that cunt man. He's fucking, he's a dude. He's as tight as a fucking nuts chuff. This motherfucker, I'm telling you. Hey guys, that's kind of the opposite of a benefactor, isn't it? Benefactor is supposed <laughs> to shower you with basically a sugar daddy, but like in business, right? A business sugar daddy is a benefactor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what that's what Robo uses the words. So now I'm just curious, as the sugar is leaving, uh, it, as it seems, is this going to affect the benefits that the benefactor is bestowing upon? I got, I lost my train of thought. What's, what's, <laughs> the, what's, the, what's the word for people bennies. getting benefits? You're, you're friends with right. Bennies. Friends with Bennies. Yes, yes. Is it just me? Or is anybody else thinking this in the room? I asked Seffi about if he does his own prostate examination. Tell you, I'm just thinking, you know, Seffi's at home. He's got a cheeky day off. The wife's out. She finishes on the half day. She says, I'm going to go and surprise the hubby. She gets home. He's got a couple of fingers up his ass, right? He's probably the only man in history that will be able to say, oh, I'm just testing, just testing. He's the only man that would get away with that, isn't he? Think about it, isn't he? That's fucking so good. No, bro, but you can't get away. I tell you what, Robo's the only man here picturing that. 
while everyone else is chat. Exactly. How can you get away with yeah. fucking picturing that? And you've been preparing that for five minutes. <laughs> Just talking about prostate examinations, and then Seppi comes in, and I'm thinking, he's kind of lucky, isn't he? Like, he could, like, offer like, like if he's made it. make you feel weird, Seppi, that he thinks of you like that. Yeah, no, but imagine Seppi's in the bar. Yeah, so Ima- imagine, imagine. He's doing it right now. He, he's still doing imagine, it right now. He's, he's imagine you're in the bar. Imagine you're in the bar with Seffi and you say, oh, I've had a bit of fucking problem lately. Like, I'm not fucking feeling very well. Like, I'm a bit worried, like, but I'm fucking scared to get my doctors in case any bad news. Seffi's like, well, bro, if you want to fucking go there, I mean, I can hook you up and I'll, I'll deliver the news in the best, you know. You're into some weird day. shit, aren't you, Robo? You're into some really yeah, weird I, shit. I don't think he's doing, like, triage at the bar. I, I don't know. He would probably just call 911 on his AI or something. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be putting my hands in anybody like that. You know, so you sure you know? to, I'm pretty sure if Seffi was a dwarf, it was game over for him. Robo would be all over that fucker. <laughs> Let's welcome Amanda because she's strolled into the most bizarre conversation of her life. GM Amanda, GM darling, how are you doing? Are you all right? I'm good. Um, I'm actually on the hunt for a sugar daddy myself. So anyone can slide into my DMs. Need a benefit. You have to. I need a hey, benefit. You have to, <laughs> I do we, it need turns a out we. We have a new opening for a benefactor. And also, if you need a sugar daddy, you got to start posting up pics like Lude Crypto Waifu does. That's how you get the sugar daddies. Oh. Why, has the, why has the word daddy become so sexualized? I don't know, daddy. You tell me. What about the word chicken? I mean, when do we sexualize the word chicken? Hey, how hey, 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 is that? hey. I, I got to pause you. All right. right well, we got... <laughs> Come on, hey, come on. We got to pause hey. right there, okay? No, no, it's you true. Guys, it's get... true, though. Like, uh, you leave my chickens alone. Before we get too far off track on the Wait. atom governance, like, I just want to take one more minute to shout out whatever prop it was that enabled the LSM, because I was able to get my fucking atom off of that chain and onto Kajira in the form of Kuji, and fucking A right, that's the best move I've made so far. So. Oh, guys, I have to jump for a minute. Wait to take care of an issue. I've got a house key. Uh, someone's coming for the house key. I'll be two minutes. But home pleb, I wasn't being offensive. Listen, I've, I have fucked two chickens, right? I didn't get one gobble, and they were both fucking foul. So while I just jump out, I'll leave you guys to it. I'll be back in a bit. This okay. motherfucker is waiting to use that line for so damn long, dude. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back in a bit, though. I do have to sort it out. He's got his little composition notebook there, right? And he's like paging through it. All right, we're on the chickens. Yeah. Let me go to chicken, my chicken jokes. jokes. Chicken jokes. Yep. I, I gotta find chicken yep. jokes. All right, all right. Now, now, which one can I? Which body part can I sexualize into an animal? Oh shit! Hey, tell, yeah. May I ask you a question, please? Um, yeah. Why would you call NFT Nashville NFT Nashville? So now it can only happen in Nashville. It cannot happen like have a world tour of NFT Nashville. It's kind of like a, it can happen anywhere. Uh, no, it can happen anywhere. We didn't trademark. We didn't label it like that. It was just in Nashville, and we were talking about NFT. So if we go to Michigan, we can call it NFT Michigan. If we go to Louisiana, it could be that. Like it's ran through IBC Gangs LLC. It was just a. It's just the event name also, for this. Amir, yeah. have you paid attention to like reality television or like any of that stuff? Because you just put a colon after NFT Nashville. And then you put St. Louis and it's like a whole new rebranded thing, right? Like 
It's, yep. <laughs> you know, it can be NFT Nashville colon anywhere. Part three in Cabo. Like, keep it going wherever you want. And it can still be branded as NFT Nashville with like the, yeah, but, the but, neon, but also, like, did, like the logo and everything is part of it, in my opinion. You know? Yeah. And to be honest with you, though, we, we were, we're, you know, it was also with the thought process of like, you know, the NFT bitcoin uh conference is going to be in nashville 2024 july so like you know we we want to build on that and also you know do it again so do you guys think do you guys yeah. think you can still turn it around in that much time because like i know that was one of the questions Hell yeah like going into this summer was like you know that's eight months to turn it around and spin one off again and i think it was shrewd who was like Yo, it's in the same location. Like once we familiarize ourselves with this place, it'll be much easier to do the same thing in this place, you know, in that time frame, and we can do it better because we'll, we'll have done it there already. So, um, yeah, and you can even uh, do it monthly now. Oh my god! No, we don't have to do it monthly. That's that's a little bit too much. But uh, no, no, you're you're absolutely right. And shoots, right, right. Like um, once we have the the framework set up, like. You know, it's we're, we're familiar with everything. The, the concept has been proven. The teams have seen, you know, and everybody else the ecosystem has seen that it can be done, uh, you know, in a reasonable, cost-effective way in a, in a location that is, I'm going to say this because not everybody, but, you know, for the, a lot of us here in the central United States and, and our surrounding areas, like a lot more benefic- beneficial, God, benefactors, beneficial for a lot of us to attend. So it's a lot easier to, to do it the second go around and than it is the first time. So. Amir, you got your hand up. Yes. May I ask a question? And you can choose, of course, not to answer. And I always respect you for everything. But was it profitable? Uh, barely. Barely. And it's not profitable at all because we're rolling it into uh, – like none of us that were on the team, including myself, we, I, like, we haven't realized anything from anything that we collected. Matter of fact uh, – Liar, liar, liar. You're no, we're not, we're not lying. We're going to show – We'll show We saw you. You swept the Minetti floor. You bought every Minetti on the market. Liars. Don't say that because <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> Dude, uh, I'm joking. Uh, so we're we're going to have Joe um, – you know, he took a little break, but he's going to come back. And I've just been waiting for everybody to kind of settle back in. But, you know, like we said in the very beginning, we're going to show – it is proactively and transparent as much as people want like what everything looked like as far as costs and expenditures go we have it all everything was accounted for all the way down to the penny uh and you can see what we took in versus what we had to spend there wasn't farming if uh i'm not at my computer right now i'm walking around the house but i think there was like four or five thousand dollars left after it was all said and done but we're rolling that into the next uh you know next event and nobody got paid so yeah Maybe hopefully, I mean, be honest with you. And hopefully, next one, you know, we can give ourselves something for all the work that we all did. But you know, we gotta see, we gotta see where we're at when that happens. You do not, you do not. Rag FM is never serious. Like when I said lie, or you swept them in Nicky floor. Like everybody knew we were getting this. Everybody knew. I'll tell you what. I'm just, I'm so impressed that it's the community that did this. Like from like real grassroots, like. If people say to me, oh, well, see, those community, literally, bro, you do not what fucking you're talking about. Like, see, those being as corporate as there is from the highest levels for, like, well over two years. Well over two years, right? Like, just to be able to see this, like, I don't know, I'm not pushed back. You know what I mean, Tank? You know what I mean, Gaines? This little, like, taking back some control, taking back some ownership. Like, 
We don't no, need yeah, you. You know, you know, in in the in the conversation uh, about putting on events, like it's it's kind of there's a lot of nuances to this and stuff like that. Like you you got to think like he's just the first person to do it. It just I heard something yesterday, and I just kind of maybe we'll pivot, right? Bruce will love this. We'll pivot. Well, before, a bit. We, before, before we do, before, before we do, no, no, question. Now, hold before on, we do, hold the fuck up. Tank, it's important. Wait a minute, Tank. I, I never do this. One second. Hear me out. One quick. Right. This is a very easy, simple question for you, and then you can go into it. Are you happy that you put on this event, even though you got t- turned down for funding by the EA Dow? Yes or no? Yeah, one hundred percent. It was. It was. It was a. Yeah, you done, everybody? Does someone have a hot mic? No, I mean... Well, go ahead, Tank. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, we're 100%, it was a blessing that we actually got turned down, right? So, yeah, 100%, we, we think, at least I think it was a blessing that we got turned down uh, by the AADAO. Um, you know, it's... We learned some things, and unfortunately, like, you know, there was some friction and disagreements within, but we, you know, we persevered. We, we re- stayed friends, and we're still level-headed, like, it, people had their opinions about things, but it was a blessing through and through that we got turned down and we, and it ended up being the way that it ended up being. So, yeah, I mean, but like what I was going to go back into saying with, with, you can't really fault, you can fault like the, the amount of funding that they ran away with or like put in their pockets from these events, but you can't fund them for being the, you can't fund them for being the first ones to try to put on events. Like they're, they're Cito and, putting on like the first Cosmoverse, like they're, they're trailblazers. Like you got to give them that. They were the first ones to have a concept and go, you know what? Nobody else is doing this. Let's do this because we don't have leadership from the entities that should be leading us in the cosmos. Right. So it, it's always, if you think about it, when, when he did it originally, it was grassroots. Like it was that same way, right? It was looked at in the same light. Like, you know, it was a community member that was passionate that did the same thing. And then they grew it. And unfortunately they grew it to be, part of their business model where in my humble opinion, again, this is just my humble opinion. I don't know because we don't get to see the line for line items. Uh, I think it's very wasteful and I think they're doing it in a very, very cost, uh, costly way uh, for the people uh, that they get funding from. Uh, But that's neither here nor there. That's just my, that's just my opinion, right? Like the only thing that's going to change that is people like myself and, and everybody else that was involved uh, and supported NFT Nashville to change their narrative and to show that there's uh, other opportunities and other avenues to pursue, to do, to reach the same goals. And so like, I don't know, now, now that I've put it on, like, you know, I've always knew this and I've always felt this way, but now that we've literally put it on, like, I believe that like wholeheartedly, I, I'm not trying to give Cito a pass at all, because again, I think that the way that they're doing it is kind of shitty uh, and very expensive. Uh, and I don't think that it benefit it benefits the vast majority of the people that they got funding from, uh, you know, uh, and that is the hub, the AA DAO, and stuff like that. Like the, I would say the community pool and the AA DAO. Like if they get funding from private organizations, then none of this, none of my opinions matter right now, right? Like none of what I'm saying really matters because private entities can do whatever they want with their money, and it's not my money, so whatever. But when you get it from a community pool or you get it from a grants program that also got it from a community pool, it's a little different, right? Like you, you're expecting a, a bit more back as a community member, as a staker, um, regardless of like, you know, people's others' opinions, but that's, that's the expectation for most people. Uh, and so, you know, I, yeah, it just, it is what it is. Like, you know, we're, 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 all we're trying to do is give 
U.S. citizens uh, uh, an opportunity to voice and, and a platform and a place to host these kind of events. Uh, and we're trying to do it in a more feasible, sustainable way here in the United States. That's all it is. I'm really sorry I interrupted you, but we've just got like such a good answer that like that's why I did it. So like I know, dude, I'm not the greatest. I know you were telling me to shut the fuck up, but I did want to just really get that like statement in there about that question. Oh for no, you. no, like, no, I, I know, I know. I just, I was just saying it because like, I lose my train of thoughts. I, know, I lose I'm my sorry, train of thoughts. But no, but like one of the things that I was, I was gonna say, uh, and thankfully you just said it because I did lose my train of thought. Um, you know, yesterday I heard uh, on one of their spaces in the cosmos. It was somebody, I forget who it was. And I, like, I get, I get it. But at the same time, I thought it was such a passive pussy ass thing to say, especially in web three, uh, where they said this and I quote, collaboration is always better than conflict or competition. Yeah. They said that collaboration is always better than competition. And I was like, cool. bullshit. <laughs> no. Yeah. I was like, bullshit. Like what, what kind of bullshit kind of narrative and, and statement is that? coming from a, a protocol in a place that's fighting, uh, you know, tooth and nail every single day, because we're in a, we're in, you know, we're in a PVP landscape when it comes to not just cosmos, but the crypto, la like the crypto landscape in general, it's PVP, right? Like we're out here, we're trying to capture value, attention and liquidity through and through. And like all the, like, it's just such a, it's such a fucked up narrative I'm, that I'm, these devs and people that. try to promote. It's like, wh wh why would I want to collab? and be mediocre at best with my protocol, my project uh, for the sake of not pissing everybody off. Maybe it's because it's a weak protocol. Maybe because you have a weak value capture. Maybe it's because you aren't strong enough to compete and be the absolute beast that you want to be, you know, with your, with your token, with your protocol, with the service that you're trying to provide. I thought it was such a shitty thing. When I go into business, I want to be the fucking best. I want to be the only option that you think about when you have to go get your damn teeth fixed or cleaned or anything like that. I don't want you even thinking about like, oh, I could get a deal using a coupon or whatever by going to this person because I collabed uh, and getting this Groupon, whatever. I want you to come to my office and pay full price of whatever I'm charging because my service is the fucking best and my, my product and everything that you're experiencing is A+. plus. Like, it was such a shitty I, thing. Don't, to don't you know why raccoons have had so much shit for so long though? And I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in some projects and who have actually said this to our faces, right? The number one biggest complaint about Raccoon Supply, the project, blah blah blah, is, oh, those guys never want to collab with anyone. But you know what they're talking about by collab? Getting getting our followers or our community or, or, like I to fucking buy into their whitelists. That's it. Oh, like, can you offer your community? Like, a we've got 10 whitelist slots to offer you. And it's like, wait a minute, bro. You're just getting me, like, to do, like, this is MLM. Like, it's what, why fucking beep. It's the same thing with airdrops, right? It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, osmosis, Juno people, uh, Kajura people are going to get whitelisted because they're just trying to collab. And, like, look, look, just be honest. If you have a fucking product and it's dope as shit, you don't have to do none of that shit. It, a product will speak for itself. And so like, I, just, I don't know, I heard this person and they're like, granted, I, I'm not going to say the, 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 the space and stuff like that, but I heard this dev and it was like, fuck that. Like, that's so weak. That's such bullshit, passive, uh, like weak sauce marketing. Like, oh, we're just going to collab. Like, fuck that agree. shit, dude. I can't agree, man. 
If I ask you if it was osmosis, can you confirm or deny? Weird, I'll tell you one thing. Red Gang, Red Gang are the worst. No, no, Red Gang, Red Gang are the worst thought the collapse. There's no one in the industry will fucking sell their whitelist to a fucking their followers and the Red Gang. Like the they'll collab with anyone over any, like you could say, hey dude, we're gonna send your followers some used tea bags. Three of your followers will get 50 used tea bags. We're gonna send them in a fucking box made of squirrel shit, right? Uh, and I'm telling you, these cunts are gonna go for it. It's like it's like we're sitting back going, okay. Now we've got I, like one of the. I, do, I, do, I, do, I, do, I do. They want to use tea bags, man. I got Zerka. Zerka gotta make, send me some new tea bags. I want to make absolutely clear as well that when I'm saying this like collab narrative that they they, they push these these hyper hot words like that they like to put out there, it's it's very very different. There's a huge difference between partnerships and collaboration. Partnerships are something where they have synergies and it brings value to both ends, right? Like it's going to build the platform, build the economy both on both ends. A collaboration is usually, especially in Web3, one-sided. It, it's, it's like partners for one thing. Look, Robo, well, you, have, you, have dog, you have dogs, right, Robo? You know when you, when you want to see which dog is the, the male, alpha male, you send the little piece of meat and you see which one is going to get the, the piece of meat. That's the same thing with, the, with what the tank is saying. Dude, I don't have any problem with alpha males. I, all my dogs, all, all four of them, all four of them, no, sorry, all, four of the five are like under fucking 22 kilograms and one's 44. You take a guess who's the fucking alpha. Who's this guy, Fox? Is this, uh, has he got a raccoon, PFP or not? He's with me, he's this? with me. My boy. Ah, right. Okay, okay, okay. Just uh, we requested pretty quick, you know. Uh, Gains. Robo, Robo. I just what's before it, you, before it, you go on, doing I just want to comment. Look in the nest. Look at Gains. I, I just want to comment on the collab with the Red Gang because I've been sitting in the DMs with uh, the Red Gang talking about co collaborating with the uh, raccoons, and when I told them that I don't think they have anything to offer us. The reply was a two-minute video with the text, oh, that's a nice project you got there. It would be a shame if something happened with it. And the video was just two minutes how, of, how long of memes. This, uh, this is a couple, a couple of months ago. It was okay, just a two-minute video my, of my memes where the, where the Rick gang shat on the Mine was 12 months ago. Right, My convo with them was 12 months ago because uh, the FM official account wouldn't answer them. Because uh, I was like, oh, Moll, obviously, like, and he's like, fuck that. When I've gone fucking near it. And that's when I went on the space. I mean, didn't that, were you not there? Did you miss that Sunday night space? I mean, they pretty much fucking left us uh, after that. Like, they fell right out with me, didn't he? No. When they were trying to shill, uh, what was it, Aptos? Aptos and Sui that night, and I just fucking wrecked them. Like, uh, listen, honestly, giving away whitelists. For another project is not a collaboration. Sorry, it's fucking ridiculous. Like we need to get out of this mindset. If we didn't get it, I would love to hear what Terry would say about this because he's listening in. He's probably like got really wise words. There's a reason the B bands is not here. Yeah, she's busy, but she actually fucking doesn't want to be around fucking Web three right now because fucking of all the fucking selling Avon shit that we've seen. This is what it is, man. MLM, Avon selling. Like there's got to be a line where we just say enough is enough. There must be a better way to be able to do this. There must be a better way to gain distribution and traction. And like, it can't be about like, oh, we're having there a collaboration. Not, with a... Oh, and Sophie, there, come there on, is talk. not. 
Rebo. I think I think the thing yeah. is this is Web two the more. Entire, not- the entire point of Web three is really simple. Uh, you own a coin, which means that you own like some fraction of a protocol or whatever, and therefore like that is your reason for shilling it. That is your reason for um, being involved. It's like being a you know. It's like the whole concept is you're basically um, buying into part of the network and therefore like the success of the network benefits you as the token holder or the NFT holder or whatever it is. Um, but I think you're going about this wrong. Like the, 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 this idea that somehow just like, um, like you, you have to figure out like protocols have to figure out how to buy in to a community in a sense. If you go into a business, you have to buy in using your money and you have to go pay to like buy part of a, you know, a part of a business, your personal money. And then if any growth happens from that, then you get some money from that. So there's there's room for all of those things. I think you're, you guys are overthinking this shit. It, like every le- every type of marketing there possibly could be, whether it's like um, MLMs, Ponzi schemes, like every possible mechanism you can think of. Um, should be considered as a method for um like grouping and the reason why is if you do not do that then you have to spend all of your money on advertising which is what most companies in traditional do so either you have a big ad budget and you're going to blow that on whatever or you just have to have these like interesting like grassroots collaborations slash ponzi slash mlm yeah but there's still there's still a customer acquisition cost even though these like web3 ponzi's that we're talking about the mlm tag three friends blah blah if you actually think about it right because you're fucking paying yeah, somebody it's, on the, it's, you're paying a community manager on the, on the twitter account to send out these like course. requests and invites you're giving them listen we've had so many offers oh we'll when give you two free things we'll give you three free things yes. yeah when you're giving equity for something you expect something in return that's for sure like if if you're not like if, the, if someone's giving you something and you're not giving something back then like why are they doing this so yes for sure like probably like so how, right how do you do the numbers of the giveaways ninety percent of the giveaways and whatever probably don't lead to any conversions as far as like permanent users and whatever so you're you're spending a lot of equity in order to get a small amount of like you know hardcore followers or whatever it is in that in those schemes. Sefi, how do you get, like, I really, because I know you know a lot of stuff about a lot of stuff, right? Customer acquisition costs is something that's been, like, bugging me for, for a long time, like, with the traditional, like, crypto web 3, like, what we've seen. Like, in my opinion, we talk about, like, living in Web3, but we're using, like, Web2 marketing strategies. It's quite obvious. Like, there needs to be a complete new, like, redefinition and, like, no, your Your brain landscape. is still wrapped in Web1, man. Like, you're you're thinking wrong. Nah, 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 this dude. I'm web This is why, I mean, like, I'm talking. No, 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 not what I'm talking about. Yeah, not what I'm talking about. About the way that racks have been doing it. About the way that, like, we've been conducting ourselves, like guerrilla marketing style shit. Like, dude, honestly, like, Web three, what they call Web three marketing is fucking uber fucking cringe. Like, dude, uber cringe. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, but like that's just your like sensibility about it. But you're you're I'm what I'm saying is you're blinding yourself and missing the point. Like that's like saying like well, like I don't even know what the right analogy is. But like I think the 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 point is like the the point of Web three was giving ultimately 
the ability for people to buy equity in anything they wanted without any sort of like regulatory framework. And you can just simply push a button, buy coins, buy NFTs. You can give them away if you want. You can bribe people with you, with you want. And that's just a normal part of it. Like if, if that doesn't work for you, it's almost like there's no point. You could just simply be in traditional business and be done with it. Like, or get paid on YouTube to spend this much time. You would actually make more money because at least then you're getting paid for like the, the clicks or something. Right. Like, so yeah, you have to ask think yourself, think... how are you going to be monetizing your time uh, with whatever you're doing? Like, how, how can you justify it? Yeah, dude, I, I think you probably did as well. You missed the bloody space we had with Brian, uh, Brian Colgan from uh, Alpha Growth the other week. The Finn retitled it like, who's eating like Finn's lunch? But that was a really fucking, I'll, t- I'll go and get it for you, dude. And I'll, I'll, if you haven't heard it yet, you should definitely go and have a listen. Like, you might have to skip through us, pleb, shit talking. I mean, it's on Spotify, so you can skip through or iTunes. Skip through until you, like, get to the proper convo with, uh, in fact, I'll get you a timestamp with Brian and that, you know. I'm not saying that doesn't work or this doesn't work or whatever, but this was, like, the huge thing, wasn't it, Bruce, we had with, like, Brian about what we believe in, ethics, morals, how we see the future, the fact that, like, we could... I mean, how easily could Rack FM be now 5K or 10K? It doesn't cost that much. Really fucking doesn't, people. But, like, what's the point? Like, we want the proper organic listenership because in two, three, four, five years, what's going to matter? That pure, like, base that you build up. Look how I many people are busy. It's Friday morning. People's got other shit going on. It's weird time of the year. But we've still got, like, a solid button base coming in, like, time after time after time. And when they're recording, that we do quite well on the replays. But I'm not, I'm not saying that that's wrong. Morally, I cannot stand it is definitely what I'm saying. I'm saying it's actually a great route to market. I mean, what Brian was saying about buying followers and about doing this and spamming that and whatever, what he's saying is actually fucking right. It does work and shit. I mean, they, as a business, obviously, they'll have a, a lot of a tighter grip on customer acquisition costs. I don't think we actually talked about that. But he yeah, did like, say, I like, don't you've, probably met, you've probably met uh, Robo Tokir. He's a guy that's in Dubai, and he's been on Spaces from time to time. He talks about, like, the gaming industry. And the gigantic cost of acquisition to get uh, people to play video games. Like, you'll have a whole series of YouTubers and influencers and whoever the hell else paid to sort of like feature those video games and that they're playing them online or whatever. And those people then draw in new users and players. And then, you know, those players will be like, oh, like, you know, I wasn't paid and I wasn't like, you know, we're kind of OGs and I, and, you know, I brought my friends into the game. And so, yeah, you'll get those people eventually, but like that initial attention is quite difficult and quite expensive. And uh, he talks about how like, you know, like 30% of their cost is like user acquisition, not the, not the price of the video game or the development or whatever. So now you could argue that that's like paid shilling also, but like, like it is what it is. What do you want to do? Like attention costs money. And the, the only reason you're able to hang out on Twitter spaces, for example, is like they allow the uh, the you know, like this is something we can do for free and, uh, you know, X or whatever, or, you know, Twitter. They don't they don't um, you know charge you for rent for using the thing. And so you can just hang out here sort of for free. But like in many uh, historic like Web one type enterprises, 
you would have had to pay for server time. You had to pay for the whole fucking thing. Like someone's paying for all that somewhere, right? You're in advertising or whatever. So like, you know, it's easy to be ethical about it and say, well, like we don't do this, this and this, but like we're on platforms that do that indirectly with our time and our, in our efforts anyway. Like, like if anything, like if we sit around in Twitter spaces talking all day, like Twitter makes money, not us. Right. Like that's I'll, I'll just say one thing. I'll just say one thing though. Take Uber, take Netflix, take Spotify and take say Facebook, for example. Right what is probably their number one like fucking biggest thing that they care about like all of these like like pure digital businesses right what do they care about customer acquisition costs it's if anyone's yeah. spent any time watching like dragon's den and shark tank i mean i've watched them from all over the world right but if anyone spent any fucking time paying attention to what's like going on in the world like how business works right customer acquisition costs in this day and age because of digital marketing this is the thing as well is it like metrics before were actually like quite hard to like pick up on right back in the early days people didn't realize with the, the advent of the internet and then uh, social media being like the web 2 kind of like we had web 1 which was the internet like we all know then we had web 2 which was a social media thing then we've got the web 3 with crypto but before metrics were really fucking hard to be able to like really fucking gauge Right. If you put like an advert in a newspaper, right? Uh, like, like imagine, but with fucking views and clicks and like everything, you can measure. You wouldn't believe. This is why your phone does what it does when you don't even know. All I'm saying uh, is, if you analyze how all of these systems work—Web One, Web Two, Web Three, traditional business, whatever—you will find cringeworthy aspects of the whole fucking thing. Right. You could say, like, just burn the whole thing down because, like, humanity's stupid. So I, I think, like, like take NFT communities, for example. Um, Steffi, so Steffi, can most artists, can you, like, no, no, most Steffi, artists, one 99% will die poor. Like, I want one you to, second. like, memorize that. 99% of artists will die poor. So the fact Continue. that, like, let's say NFT communities maybe are, like, trying to shield their bags on in crypto, I think that's fine. Like, I don't have a problem with it. You know, it's like it's like the open market. If people want to buy it, they can. If they don't like chillers, they don't like them. They can just avoid them, whatever. But I think there's room for everybody. and It's not a big deal. Great. Steffi, I didn't want to interrupt you. I just want to say it because it really sparked a thing in my mind. And if I do jump in, it's only because I've got a spark and I'm, I'll am i probably forget it like a pleb if I don't say this. But you haven't got a customer acquisition cost. Like, let's be fair. People get fucking shot or stabbed and they come in and then you've got to deal with them. Like you didn't have to go looking for people who's well, stuff. Yeah, shot, right? I, I do have customer acquisition cost. I've got to do about thirty to forty percent of my care for free, because if I don't, oh, then okay. like people say that you have an unethical business. So I, I would disagree with that. And like, excuse, excuse like, if we, oh, so people can go to Steffi. another clinic or a hospital. Maybe not Sefi. Maybe not Sefi. But maybe say like some other doctors or something. But uh, let's say lawyers. I mean, you can, yeah, I do know this headhunting with like clients and that to get like on retainer and where you're talking like high level, like corporate stuff. But what I'm saying is generally, yeah, I mean, lawyers, obviously, they might have a little billboard or something, but they're kind of like, you know, they're not worried about customer acquisition costs because like you get in trouble with the law, you're going to need a lawyer. There's like certain like things where like interacting like with the public, which is obviously what you're doing when we talk about customer acquisition costs, yeah. There's like certain things that didn't have that like overhead or all that problem. 
do you know what I mean? I mean, like, also educational establishment, like the Saturday of school or whatever. Yeah, we go out advertise. We know what that costs. We have an acquisition cost. But like in a, in a hospital, if you're working there, I mean, you're not going out looking for people who like to pay to pay people who have been stabbed or shot to come to your hospital. Every fucking Web three fucking business, especially like, will have to some degree some aspect of uh, that. But like, I didn't know where the bridge is between the two. We're going to change the subject actually about Ox, but uh, Gaines has got his hand up. Then we're going to start talking about Ox, unless anyone's got any final comments. Gainsy? Just final comment here. Like, how else do you expect people to kind of promote their projects, like through email or something? I mean, well, what's your take on it, Robo? Like, how, how do you expect projects to get the, the word out? You know, on, on a new I only know that- one route set fires i only know one route and i mean you you helped me in that a lot didn't you so fucking i mean you to blame you created the fucking monster so when you see this shit tomorrow you want cartel yeah fucking getting it yeah cunt does that answer your question i don't know but someone has that mic. i don't know oh sorry is it bruce no sorry dude i hope it's not me uh thanks it's, sorry, bruce. it's bruce you know no, what? It was, uh, no it wasn't me uh uh what, just... I, it's... Go ahead, Gens. Go ahead, Tank. I'm joking. <laughs> no, no, no. So I, I think, I think ahead, you guys are t- <laughs> Son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would love to see things because the, the original um, conversation started with collaborations and like specifically talking about NFTs and whitelists and then also like kind of also bleeding in like protocols and stuff like that. Uh, and then we like, I, I love the conversation because obviously it went all the way into web two again, um, to bring it all the way back though, gains, or maybe somebody else can tell me, I would love to see, is there analytics or a place that I could see, uh, analytics on like all these, uh, launches for NFTs that have, have had whitelist, uh, launches before they're public and then like what that, what those numbers look like, like as far as like mint outs and the people to offer it, how many people are actually utilizing whitelist? Has it dropped in a tremendous way? How many of those people that actually use their whitelist to buy these NFTs uh, end up holding NFTs for the long term, and or are they majority just flippers? Like, is, is there a specific tool that can show me all of those kind of things? You'd honestly have to contact Calvin at Stargaze. He's our analytics person, and uh, I don't have a tool right now. The only tool that I could, that only tool that I that I, that I know that somebody just made is a whitelist tool to see what wallets have been whitelisted. So oh, then yeah, that was dope. There. Yeah, I saw that. Was it George? Who who made that? Was it George? George, George, George made, made it. Yeah, that was fucking dope. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think that I think that would be something interesting for you know up and coming artists existing artists uh, and or communities to kind of see like you know I, I feel like just off first glance and just from being around for so long uh in the cosmos and watching stargaze like the whole like, you know you know you guys know before in the in the heyday it was like whitelist time it was like the oprah show like you get a whitelist you get a whitelist and everybody's minting right like it was just like whatever whatever the fuck it was whenever it was let's do this but now it's really hard just to collect whitelist from people in general, like you could, you could throw those things out there for whatever rhyme or reason. And it's like, maybe you get, you know, I got 10 to give away. Maybe you get like actually three or five interested people. So I don't know. I'd like to see those kind of analytics and then take it a step further and see like what those whitelist wallets actually do 
with their mints when when and if they do mint as well. And that way I think would get, give us a better picture of like sustainability and, and longevity and if it's worth other communities to collab because, right, like you also have a, a cost when you are, like just say the rec, uh, rec gang and then like the raccoon, like the conversation that they were having. Uh, like you as a, like say Rack FM, have a huge cost to where if you're always just giving out these people's whitelist to your community, your community eventually just goes, I'm not getting shit for this with spending more and more money. Like, why should I even hold? Like, is that all the only utility I'm getting is other whitelists? Is that like, you know, if, if you don't have some kind of original utility with your platform, like, is that the only thing? And I think that's what's been happening over the past year a lot. Not all of them, but I think that's been really rampant in, in the space as far as whitelisting goes and stuff like that. So I don't know, man. That's that's just where I was coming yeah. from. Um, hey, can I- excuse me, Tech. Coming back to the first part of your question. Oh, go ahead, I'm so sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but uh, I mean, Tank, I was just DMing you about this, right? So uh, here's my personal experience. Um, people want whitelists. The real people in this community, um, the people that you see tweeting their mints and stuff like that, they want whitelists for good projects. Um, like, we're going to. Oh, for sure. I agree. We're, for sure. We're, I agree. We're probably going to near mint out pixel which is on whitelist i think um so oh i don't know if i should have dropped that alpha here um but yeah if you're not getting a pixel it's like you work for more projects wait a minute you, you work for more projects and sniff like more you don't you yeah you, you, you work for more projects and sniff like more i mean Tell i don't you? get paid by more what projects and sniff like more <laughs> what are you That's the defining factor, dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I mean, pro, are you like Seppi? Where are you? Let pro bull 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 like no, no, no. Listen, are listen, you listen. Fuck, bro. Here, look. I'm. I don't go out and say, "Hey, do you want me to take care of your whitelist for you?" Here's my rates. Like, I don't do that shit. If people reach out to me and say, "Can you help out with stuff?" I say, "Yeah, tell me what you want help with." If in the conversation they ask me what i like for compensation we discuss it but if they just want me to help out a little bit with some fucking dms i can do that i don't have to ask for money if they offer so you're the opposite you're the opposite of hoss right so you're the opposite of hoss that's what you're basically saying you're like the opposite of fucking hoss aren't you because yeah you're the exact but here here here's what i can tell you from that is that in some of that work I know that there are people out there who want whitelist badly, like especially after what's happened on some of these, like since the Cosmos Kiwis mint, basically. They know that when public comes on a coveted mint, the bots are there, right? Like it, it, that's what how did you spell it? Wait. Sorry, how did you spell come? Was it C O M E or was it C U M? You mentioned Robo, dude, you're fucking deep into it. No, I, I think I think what Hump said and like what Gaines was talking about earlier. Yeah, I still think uh, I I think what you're like you guys make good points and and like it's totally valid, right? Like until what George just made with the whitelist thing, like how do you guys get out? And I agree, like I, I acknowledge that, and I think it's totally legit. Like how do the real people that really actually generally want to mint these things because they're out there. Like I, I, you know, <clears throat> I want to mint a few. I just minted today. I minted a, a couple of projects today. I want to mint a couple that's coming up as well. I want to mint a few, but like it, it, it's definitely been very hard 
to cut through the noise uh, in the recent time. So like, how do you reach those people, right? Yeah. Like that's and, what Safi and you guys were talking about. And th- those are the jobs that like Homestead is feeling. It's a, it's a critical, that, that role, like whether it's paid for or not, that's a critical role into reaching your, your, the customers or the consumers that you want to reach. Right. Uh, you know, the, I will you say, though, know, what George built was, was You do know we know he's a good guy. You do know we know he's a oh, good yeah, guy. No. Yeah, why yeah, that yeah. was prompted, which is because that's what you've just heard. See, the audience have just heard the alternative to a shiller. That's what we do. Here, Our questions are always loaded. Tank, Tank raises good points. Like, I think Tank comes at it a lot from a very business-minded perspective and, and sometimes in a whales-minded perspective because he is kind of got, you know, some, some size to throw around. But like he raises good points and like you got to cut through the noise and some of that whitelist noise too is what projects are worth being whitelisted for, right? And like knowing that like the Pixel Wizards collection, the community valued it, it is, had a solid floor, that makes wanting to be on that whitelist for Pixel, which is something that people understand a little more, right? Something brand new, maybe they don't realize or maybe you don't even know that if it's going to be a rug or somebody that's going to stick around after it mints out or whatever, right? And so that like whitelist for your community, it's nice to provide that. And like over in the Apes Discord, we do we have a channel where like it's grind free. Just come click the button, right? Because doing whitelist grind is rough, but doing every project, man, like and that being your sole utility, Tank's right. Like eventually, all it is is whitelist is a bill, right? So. You gotta, you gotta keep that stuff in mind. Amir, I see your hand up. I'll shut up and mute. Wait a minute, we're gonna bring Amir in. We're gonna bring Amir in. But bro, you sound so much like fucking. And you remind me so much there of uh, Andrew of uh, Coffee and Crypto. I'm gonna ask Andrew to jump in the show one day when you're in. And fucking, I want you in have a crack like that because he's like on the show the other way. He's yeah, man. Oh, dude, I love you so much. Uh, get on, Amir. Go on, I'm fucking buzzing yes. right now with you, cunts. You're class. Yes, all he is. All he is. Amazing. Uh, thank. Uh, yes, you're, you're all amazing. And you, you, yourself, Robo. But, and um, thank. Maybe th- this answers to the first part of your question as to metrics, right? It's a new market with like um, new new participants and, and uh, founders and, and collectors and stuff. And also, uh, a market that is correlated to another market, which itself is correlated to another market. You know, we're correlated to crypto, which are correlated to stocks and bonds and equities and stuff like this, and and macroeconomy. But but so so, so even if you, and it's evolving so fast. So even if you had the metrics, what what basically it's changing. You know, the the, the NFT and Stargate is how old? One one year and a half. NFTs, yeah, no, I, NFTs, I think what you, you make a super good point, right? Like that's so funny. Uh, it's not funny, but it's 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 frustrating, but it's 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 sobering reality of of the fact that it, you're absolutely right. Everything is correlated. It's a trickle down, and it's very very new and and nuanced. And there's a lot of intricacies in it. Uh, you know that even if you knew the analytics, if even if you knew those kind of things, uh, I, I you know it, it'd be still a very rough go at it. The reason why I would like to know is because just thinking of like. You know, as somebody who has a project, as somebody who is interested, like where I, the reason why I'm asking is because like, where would I want to spend the most time other to now, other than up to now, George, when he just put out like what Gaines was saying, that that listing, that feature, that's a that's a tremendous like value capture going forward. That's going to make 
like people like Homestead that grind that actually try to find and really organically grab the interested people, the value captures that are you know still there for these projects and or for for uh, hopefully you know for the mentors as well that are aligning themselves with these projects. Um, it's going to make their jobs a lot more easily. Uh, 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 I don't want to say profitable is not there. It's not the word I'm looking for. Um, but you get what I'm saying. It's going to make their job easier. Yeah, equitable. Equitable. That's a good. Maybe yeah, we'll go with that one. But it's going to make it a lot more feasible for them to do so. Um, and so that's going to be an interesting development going forward and seeing like what they use with that to whitelist tool. Like you can even just say from now on, we're just going to use that tool and I'd like, who cares? We're just going to, we're just going to litter the field. And instead of trying to pick the right berries that are not rotten, we'll just litter the field with this list and the right ones will actually see it and, and, you know, make it available and then they can just have access to it. Um, I don't know. I think, I think you make a great point. I don't know. I just would like to see, you know, information is key. Information is everything in this world. Uh, it's the most valuable thing that, that we, that we have other than time. Uh, and I think the more information that we have available in our hands, the better that we'll all, all be. Right. So Amia, and then we're going to reset the room because we've got yes. new people. Sure. In. Yeah. Amia, yes. then we'll reset. Okay. Just, just, just a quick follow up on the whitelist uh, subject. Um, tech I've, I've bought uh, and sold directly and indirectly uh, whitelist. So, so there is definitely value in what, what the homesteads do, you know, is it's something that this is the essence of the, the NFT because it's so it's not like a token you can buy on an exchange. Is there's a, there's an amount with with so much liquidity mostly, but it, it, this is with a fixed supply, so small supply. But also that's what we need to look at is is the um, the participant. Are, is there really more buyers than sellers? Yep, exactly. Hey, by the way, before he changes the room, I do have two white lists. For the for the picks and for the wizards, so let me know, guys. Send me a say if you don't have one and you are interested, uh, because I, I agree with Tom said. Shoot me a DM. I do have hey, only if, two left. If somebody has whitelist for that plucky penguin bullshit motherfuckers, if you can mint one for me and send it to my <laughs> wallet, I'll send you. I'll send you whatever. Here, you, DM you me, buddy. For. Yes, I think I might have one extra. Yes. No, he will not put it on on me. He will not give me the whitelist. Uh, I'm not in the Discord anymore anyway, so I cannot. I cannot. I meant if I uh, if I don't use all mine for me, okay? You're welcome, sir. I don't know if I can do all three. So God bless you all. God bless you all. This is what Rack FM is. Say the public square, and our tank saying he's got a chauffeur, going to talk someone out or something. But listen. These convos won't happen unless you get the fucking pork and the prompting with a stick. Huh? That's what we. That's what Rack FM's doing. Those little grizzly little fucking green, black, and white bastards, right? That's what we're here for. We fucking pork years and we shut the fuck up and then you just go mad with like really fucking intelligent, high level IQ fucking crack. Like the in anybody coming in Rack FM like I'm being dumb. Like you might come here like dumb the first time and you're like, holy fuck. These motherfuckers are probably like shit talk, but like the nail, like the nail, like the balance between high IQ and shit talk. I'm here is like you can't find this anywhere else. Anyway, Maya, do you want to say something before? No, I, I just had a little question for you, Robo. Uh, for example, let, let me put something into co uh, context, right? The plucky penguins, man. I, I meant the, the plucky penguins name, you know, the, the Stargate's name. And and I had the whitelist. So this this guy, he say, oh, so I said, yeah. 
a couple, a couple of NFTs would be cool. He said, I want it. He's, he, he messaged me. He said, who, who minted this one? So I, I messaged him in private. I will not be sharing like a private messages. Uh, it's not, it's not very much what, what I do, but so, so basically he, he say, I want it. I say, yeah. And, and, um, a couple of, a couple of, uh, of, of NFTs will do. So he say, um, Oh, you extort me. Uh, how soft is how soft is one person say extort? This is your brand. This is your name. This is you know. I, I don't know. So he he trying to make me make me uh, feel like I'm Tony Soprano or something like that. Which is actually uh, I'd love to be Tony Soprano, extorting people and something like that. But this is not the case. I'm not. I told him I'm not trying to scam you out of your own name or something. But what's what's a couple of your NFTs, man? Don't bullshit me. He's coming out of his pocket or something like that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, anyways, so. Um, that, that's what I'm saying is, is that this guy he gives value to something that, that that doesn't really even have value. Not even I know how to follow that. I mean, it's not fucking often robots fucking stump for words, is it? Like, uh, wow, bro. Honestly, you're a fucking G, aren't you? You're a re gangster. I love me and me. Do you know what he does? He's, uh, he reminds me, like, he, I think he lives in the 1930s, but he's got a time machine for spaces because he. He runs illegal alcohol across the border between uh, France and Spain. He's quite clever, like, actually. He's got loads of people working for him. And me, Andorra also. Andorra. Andorra, no, I, I forgot about Andorra. There, <laughs> there, are no, there, are no taxes, there are no taxes in Andorra, so we can go there. But the only problem is the snow. Once it starts snowing, you go to the mountain over there, you need to put chains on, and it's a hassle. So, so it's better to go to Spain. <laughs> the snow chains, right? Fucking, that's mad, that. They, I'll tell you what, they're awful to fit on there. I've had to do that once in my life, and I was like, fucking Jesus, in the Victorian Alps. It's like, the way I had a day like one wheel, and your man showed me how to do one, and I'm like, all right, I'll have a go. Nah, fuck that shit. Bro, I have to say, this space, or like all of the Rakatem spaces, I mean, we're we going to maintain that public thing. I'm going to give Tank a laugh. Tank, are you still here or have you gone? No, I'm still here, dude. It's Friday. It's Friday. I don't, oh. I don't, we, we go Nogi at 12, man. So I got some time. So when, when it comes to Jacob, uh, no matter what you think, you know, I, we've been, I've been playing this shit for fun, right? But me and Rama just like laughing today about being on the sidelines. And I'm like, Rama, he's gonna, he wants to come on tonight. He's going to blow this shit. Like, like he's, he's got to deliver it. One event, like his final black one event for what, what the problem is at the minute or what is going on with this issue and with informal, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I, I messaged Rama straight away. I'm like, dude, do you want to come on for this one? And he's like, oh, holy fucking God. I said, I know I'm having so much fun on the sidelines. And then I got a DM saying earlier to saying, bro, I've just eaten my friend's uh, weed uh, cookie. Uh, I didn't think I'll be on like I'll try and make it but I don't I, I, don't, I know I know and I just like I was like Rob I mean Rob is just the DM dude laughing like dying our fucking heads off it's true though but it's fucking true is it, isn't Jacob isn't Jacob such a such a like a, it's kind of sad to see a, such a waste of talent kind of you know I, I don't know if you if you know what I mean I don't know mate we only have a professional relationship with Marshall but the guy like, is definitely talented. He's a good dev, and and he, yeah, he yeah, just but has, I just mean from has the Rack FM account. I just mean from the Rack FM account. We've just got literally just a professional professional relationship with with Notional. They're a patron of the show, so like that's pretty much where our crack ends. Like what we have a crack about with well, like we're just hard. Get about Jacob or Notional anymore because he's on the payroll. No, no, I'll put it. 
Didn't I just uh, didn't I just, <laughs> didn't I just say it? Didn't I just say your man of the weed cookie earlier? Didn't I just say your man of the weed cookie earlier? Didn't I? Like, that's not I fucking just shit. That's having a weed cookie, bro. And do you, you know, know, you know do you know something as well? <laughs> so can you. Do you know something as well? Did anybody listen to Omni? Did anybody listen to the Omniflix space or not? Midweek? When Rack FM went on Omniflix midweek, did anybody listen in? So, Robo, I do have a question, though. When will they put your nudicles in now that you have gotten your balls taken out? <laughs> dude. <laughs> Fucking homestead. <laughs> dude. You're so stupid, dude. <laughs> all I'm saying, all I'm saying is go in the nest. Headphones are going to go. Wait, let's fucking swap the earbud, the, the pod. Oh, no, so I'm sitting outside. Dude, up in the nest. You want to talk about cojones there? You bring a cojones into subject. Let's 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 go. Let's talk. Can 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 the video say you want to come to dinner at my house? Go on, go on, Billy Big Balls. Are we back to your obsession with dog balls? Nah, but you know your fucking chickens will get it in the apocalypse. I'll be right round your house with his fucking finger crossbow. I mean, what is fucking with crossbow? I am. I no. To, to be to be honest, though, like that that would be an interesting conversation uh, to hear Jacob kind of talk about more of uh, informal and 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 the situation that they put notional in as well, right? Like that's kind of what I was getting at. And I, I admittedly, I kind of like checked out a while ago with the operations uh, between the hub and and notional and like who's in charge of what and cleaning up this and that and report. Like I don't. It, it it's become so fucking weird that I, I don't even, it's exhausting to keep up with. Uh, and it's very exhausting to listen to. Uh, I will say, I don't know what benefits like Jacob is going to do. Not that that has passed. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's passed. Can I give you free so, alpha? Do you want free alpha on an unrecorded space? Of course. Wait, sorry, I'm muted. I'm muted. Do you want free alpha on unrecorded spaces? Yeah. Fucking Jacob sent me a message the other day saying Jay was right all along. And that was it. Well, that's what we've been saying. Well, that's not alpha. I saw. I've been saying that shit. I said that a long time ago. Like minus Jay's weird rants on on other shit, dude. Jay, I've said that so long ago that Jay sounds like one of the most intelligent and less less risky people to the hub than anybody else. I said it. The people that speak the loudest, you know. Fuck. Anyway, that's not that's not alpha, bro. That's. Yeah, it was got the hot mic. I think this home said. But uh no, no, like other than you know, Jay's crazy sidetrack rants and stuff like that sometimes. Like the guys do, do, do you not think that's a weird do you not think that's a gigantic psyops? I'll tell you what, listen, this is what I've been seriously thinking about since Joe's show. This is what did did it make us obviously Jay blocked me long time ago for telling him to put the pipe down, right? Way back in the day, like late twenty twenty one. So, like, I haven't, I mean, I did obviously didn't even have an alt then, foolishly, but I'll tell you what, after Joe's show, I'm like, actually, do you know something? I've been looking at this through like the wrong lens. I need to look at it like through a completely like different lens because bearing in mind, we'd already had like back in the early days. I mean, you're talking, guys, uh, March 2022, the Juno Halt, we had like Jack on, on the same show as uh, Governor Riley at the same time as uh, Jack Samplin, like uh, a few others, like, I'm fucking telling you, bro. I watched that video with Joe, the 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 thing he did, yeah. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm not buying into it. And then the more I've thought about it, I'm like, 
so this is hear me out here because you probably I don't know if you're trying to think I'm nuts because like I've thought I'm nuts at times. Imagine if Jay was pulling a sigh up, if he actually was due to like certain things that we're only becoming aware of like now or in the last like 12 months to do with Ethan and money laundering and Kofi and uh, Region and Refi, et cetera, et cetera, right? And to a degree, other people that will remain nameless. I'll actually just put Ethan against uh, Jay here because that's how it should be. All the rest are just lackeys and, you know, newcomers after those two did what they do. Imagine that Jay was running this psyops. It would be one of the greatest psyops campaigns in history. And it could actually turn out to be such a 6-day chess move if it actually turns out that, like, he's playing 6-day chess. It, yeah. Like, I'm so telling you, yesterday, bro. Yesterday I had a space, uh, and it was about, like, the proposal and stuff like that. And I've actually been thinking about this for a long time because I, I do. And like Amir says, I, I, I tend to think of things uh, as much as I possibly can. And sometimes I get it wrong because I can't conceptualize a lot of these things in, in Web3 and the business mind because it's just not normal. It's not. It's foreign to me a bit. But like when I listen to Jay, when I watch Jay and I watch the actions of Informal and the entities and the people that have been interconnected, whether they're directly or uh, indirectly, right, with their protocols and all that other stuff. And you know, again, I'm just going to say this, I've said for a long time, social and financial civil attack from the get by design, by their own admission, right? If you've been paying attention to what Jay has been doing and saying and and tweeting out and, and the actions that he's taken uh, against certain actions in our space, um, I can't help but think, and this is just me thinking. So again, I'm not trying to like, put shit into people's ears. This is just me thinking. It's not It's not necessarily a psyops. I think Jay is the most brilliant person when it comes to business in the Cosmos ecosystem because all he's doing with AIB or, or his position personally uh, or maybe even inter, interconnectedly with AIB is waiting out the, the underperforming uh, position that Informal and Ethan and Zaki and everybody else has played all this time. Like, he's just waiting. It's a game of attrition. He's just waiting, in my humble opinion, for them to be so socially scarred from the community that when he steps in, he's the white knight that every, like he's always said, that he's always hinted at. And, you know, maybe he drops Goland. And maybe he takes back, he's already done so in, in many different kind of ways, uh, his positioning at, uh, within the chain and with around the chain as well. Like, I think it's the smartest fucking, he's been the smartest guy thus far that's originally from the get in the cosmos. Like That's a good take. That's a good take. That's, no, 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 that's a fair player take. Like, say, see, Tank, we, we, you and I, you know, I'm not saying we clash heads, I wouldn't say that, but we don't always fucking agree on like everything or the approaches to things. But holy fuck, can we talk? Can we converse? Can we debate? Can we reboot? And like, do we fucking respect one another's opinions? Holy fuck, yes, we do. Like, the, this is why Rack FM needs to be the public square. It, 
we have to lead from example. People like me, people like fucking Bruce, and also keep one another in check as well as lead from example. Uh, do you want to finish off before Amiya the pleb speaks? No, no, sorry. Go ahead. Yes. So you brought up at the beginning, uh, uh, at one point, morals and ethics. It's the same thing with Jacob. It's the same thing with Jay. Is I remember. I, I don't know if you guys, you guys must remember how he treated that lady that worked for him. I don't have the name on on my head right now. If he treats people like shit, he's Jay? still a shit person. Uh, I don't Jay? know her name. Jay, yes, Jay, uh, yes, Jay. Uh, Jay, yeah. Jay Kwan. This is what we're talking no, about, no, no, Jay Kwan. No, no. Is, is, is you the same thing? Like, girl, the girl... Um, yes, the lady that worked for him and, and, he, and he sue her. He, he, he sue her. Um, he, she come on, on Rack FM before. I hear her uh, speaking. Yeah, she, I, he, I think her name is G. Her we, call, we call her G. Yes. Like she's in yes. my, my tele- uh, telegram is G or something. I can't remember her name, though. Yes, yes. Yes, G. So it's the same thing. It's the same thing with the, with the Jacob that it's it's a waste of talent. People they're stupid. They even if if they, even if they're smart, they're still stupid. They're worthless. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. Uh, I agree with you. Like you know, I'm not I'm not judging their moral personal character. Like those across the board are definitely in question. Uh, you know, uh, as far as where I stand in my life and my morals and the way I would treat people. Uh, but I'm just purely talking about like the cosmos and business and you know, their entities in, in that, in that light, like, again, it's, it's sometimes kind of hard to separate the two, but that, uh, that's the only way, that's the only angle I'm, I'm currently making that statement. Like, I think he has been so smart in positioning AIB uh, and, and his personal holdings and, you know, the holdings that he's formed AIB with. Uh, and the Tendermint GitHub. And the Tendermint GitHub. GitHub, yep. And like that I was saying. <laughs> that was like a G move. Wait a minute. That was, yeah, a, that was a G, that was a G the, fucking well, move, dude. It's the repository. It's the repository. The Tendermint repository. He just like went, see ya. Bye-bye. Gone. Yeah. So like, think think about it. Like, right? Already people are getting very fed up with the lackluster performance of informal. Whether you're a validator, whether you're like, you know, talking about hub de- development and, and, and nurturing, like it does it really, from my, from my humble perspective and, and opinion, it just feels like if you're in the ecosystem, most people are very, very, um, uh, you know, we're done. We're just, we're exhausted. We're done with the performance that they've done thus far for everybody, uh, in the ecosystem. And, eventually that's going to carry over. Like you're not going to be able to pass proposals. You're not going to be able to hoodwink people as easily as you did before. Uh, some things are still going to be very easy because they have indirect ways of accomplishing their goals and stuff like that. And we're, we're still seeing proposals get passed, whether it's good or bad, right? Like that's, I'm just using it as an example. There's still ways to actually get around things, but eventually the social sentiment does catch up with you. And I think that's what Jay's waiting for. And it, I can only speculate that that would be what I am expecting, right? And whether it's an indirect play with Goland or it's a re uh, repositioning and re uh, allocation and grab of control uh, for the Cosmos Hub, be it directly or a fork or something like that, I think that's what I'm preparing myself for. 
Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear, flexing broken knives I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting knives And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds, fondue in the morning Forming mycological bonds, flick the cap though The road is highly involved, flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality Teeth stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like this shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community all these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.